Welcome, Headites, to a special introduction to this week's podcast. What you're about to hear will explode your minds. Move over, Jay-Z. Move over, Drake. Yes, even you, Eminem, get the fuck out of the way. Make way for the latest, greatest rapper on the planet. His verbal skills and flow is like none other. Introducing Christian Luciano, the infamous saltine cracker, a.k.a. the Canadian gangster rapper, Ice Cappuccino. We are here. 
Exploding Heads Horror Podcast, episode number 18. We are here, pre-recorded, in the brand new... <laughs> in the brand new Exploding Headquarters. <laughs> yeah, that, that's our joint, man. This is the Exploding Headquarters. We got it fixed up. It took us 15 shows till we were able to, you know, get enough confidence from Horophilia, and they gave us our own pad, so... We're we're in the exploding headquarters. We're rocking and rolling. Wait, Top- I don't see you guys. I think I stumbled into the Kiwi Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chilling in the hot tub. <laughs> Get a little closer. Come Jason on. Lloyd financed this bitch, and it's great. Yeah, he did. Not Jason Parker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might throw in a mask or two, but uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah, we'll take a mask. Um. Oh, you know. Uh. I'm top of the wops. I'm over here with top of the mops and top of the socks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. As a reminder, my pop filter is an old Calvin Klein sock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Now, uh, Christian, you just had a birthday right before I did. You had yours. Well, yeah. When's your birthday? July 30th. Okay, and I'm August 2nd. So you said a Calvin Klein sock. I'm guessing you did not get... Your birthday present from me? No. No, damn it! Well, I, I sent you a, a six pack of uh, Tommy Hilfiger socks. <laughs> so <laughs> I sent well, you one of my used socks. It's real crusty. <laughs> I sent him my fucking yeah. Thank you. You know what? I'm gonna buy myself a pop filter. I think I could spring the what the ten bucks. The reality is, I just keep forgetting, and every time I come to record, I look down and it, it, it's like. I wish I could film myself because it's just this look of disdain as I look Wait, down it's, at the it's sock. Wait, it's $10 here in the States. In Canada, that's like $350. <laughs> so a little pricier. Don't, yeah. don't be so quick to, yeah. to say you could splurge on it. Yeah, it is Canada. But you did move. Well, let's get to that. Christian moved. He's in a new house. He's been very busy. So, guys, Christian went from – he's in the big leagues now. He went from the Shrine Circus to a, a Ringling Brothers Barnum & Bailey. There it is. <laughs> right? There it is. It's the big time, man. And not only is he no longer washing elephants, he is now cleaning the tightropes. Cleaning the tightrope. <laughs> I bleach them. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. There How it long is. does it take? Uh, before- not very long. I think a whole three and a half minutes. <laughs> well, since you said that, let, let, uh, we have a few. Um, we have some sponsors I want to mention. Tonight's show is sponsored by Comet <laughs> and Cinnabon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> those are our new sponsors for the for the night. So, um, and if you don't know why, well, just keep listening. You'll find out. The back so, catalog. The the back yeah. catalog has all the answers. The, yes, the back catalog. Uh, the the green room <laughs> show will give you that. I don't know when we started talking about the bleach. I couldn't tell you what episode. That is. Oh. I don't know. How'd that come up? <sighs> I don't even remember now, but. I think Dave, you did mention something about bleaching, and I said, "When did bleaching assholes become a thing?" And the rest is history. Yeah, that it is. Okay, guys, this is something I always forget to do. Well, you know what? Before I even say that, let's just tell everybody what they're in store for. This is going to be a jam-packed episode. We're all really excited about it. We're going to focus on 1981. The reason we're focusing on 1981 is because two out of the three of us selected it as their favorite year of horror when we did episode 10, you know, 40 years of horror. So 
Christian and myself selected it as our favorite year. Brandon selected 81 after a little bit of prodding. No, I accepted it. <laughs> selected 80. You guys selected 81. Did I just say 81? <laughs> yeah. And I swear to you. I'm it's sick. a one-take fucker. Who cares? Keep yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I'm sober. I have no excuse for that. Okay. Uh, yes. Par- pardon me. Brandon selected 80. He wanted to select two. One of them was like 2015. <laughs> yes, I did. I was supposed to select two. Always. It's always some shit. I Just know. wait till we get to our top 11s tonight. <laughs> right. Exactly. Here he goes. So, yeah. Uh, a couple of 80s. A couple of 81s and one 80. So, eventually, we're going to do an 80s show just because it's only fair. But, honestly, anything... but The way we discussed it on the show, anything between 80 and 84 was just grand. So, whatever. But we chose 81... Honestly, we didn't know what to do this episode. It was going to be a regular episode, two movies, tossed around a couple ideas. Nothing really jumped at us. Then, Christian mentioned, let's do an Exploding Heads show. We're the Exploding Heads. Why not do a show about an Exploding Head movie? Let's do Scanners. And we were like, oh, let's do a Canadian film from the Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) That's Christian Cronenberg. Yes. (laughs) It gets a royalty every time we cover a uh, Canadian film. <laughs> Probably does. We've done a lot of them. Well, that's why that's why you've gotten in the new house. I see what's going on here. It's not just the circus. It's, it's exploding heads lifestyle. It's exploding heads and Clive Barker merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. oh, man. So, yeah, um, here we are, Scanners, we decided on Scanners. We were going to do something new to match up, same old, same old. I don't know how it came about, but we decided let's do a show about our favorite year, one of our favorite years, 1981. Now, uh, we wanted to watch this other movie, Possession, and there's a reason behind it, and when we get there, I'll tell you why. But we're, we're going to talk about two movies from 81. We're going to talk a lot about the year 1981, and we're going to do a little... We started a new little segment about our uh, about sequels and their numbers, and we're, we're going to get there. But we got a lot going on. We're really excited about this show. I do want to say, because I always forget, this is how I started this whole fucking tirade. But uh, I just want to remind everybody to rate us, review us, share us, get on the group page on Facebook, Exploding Heads. Go over to iTunes, please. Go on there and, and, and write us a review. Give us a rating. I noticed something now. We have finally jumped ahead of the Exploding Barrel podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to hear it. Yes. Well, listen, when you do a search in iTunes, okay, you do your search, you go to your podcast thing. Usually, I type in Exploding, and the first thing that comes up is Exploding Barrel podcast, and we were number two behind it. Because, (laughs) go ahead. What's the Exploding Barrel about? Wines? (laughs) I don't know. I never listened. Maybe we should listen and review it. Maybe we should do a joint one. It might yeah. be about wine. Hmm. Exploding barrel. I don't know. Maybe it is about wine. Or guns. Gunpowder. Yeah. Gunpowder, yeah. Maybe it is. It's a gun show. We're going to team up with a gun show. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Vote for Trump. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, listen. We have 20 ratings now. They're all five stars. And somehow that got us a, a little bit higher in the in the search engine so this just goes to show you that when you do this the show grows more people we have more exposure that's what we want to do now we have officially 13 make it 14 now written reviews so we're gonna have a drawing like I promised 
So we're going to do that. But guys, just go on to iTunes, click the subscribe button first and foremost, and then write us a review. At least give us a review. But if you write a review, you're going to be in on the drawings because we're going to do these drawings every so many shows, and everyone that's here is in that drawing every time. All you got to do is write a review. So there you go. You know Before what? I get to that drawing, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, we should also well, uh, you know, thank everybody that's joined. I think you did say it, but welcome to all the new members to the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast Facebook page or, or group. Because I don't think we actually you know, thank everybody that's joined recently. You put a post on there, but you know, this, is like, uh, this is legit right now. <laughs> It is legit. It's yeah, someone listening to music. <laughs> I accidentally pressed yeah. our podcast when I was on our podcast page. That was the beginning of one of our shows. It's oh always you, Dave. I couldn't hear it at first because I got headphones in my ears. I'm like, what is that? It's more like Christian is having this really nice moment with yeah. the listeners. Dave's like tuned down listening to yeah. tunes. Yeah. More about us? He's like, I don't think we tuned our own horns yet enough. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Thank you for all that. Uh, yeah, it's it's really cool. And, and we, we've gotten some good feedback on some shows, and I'm going to get to that next as well. There is a lot going on in the world of Exploding Heads right now, so <laughs> this is a good thing. What else do I want to say? Our email address, explodingheadshorrorpodcast at gmail.com. Nice and easy. And the big news well, uh, of the Twitter, the Twitter is at EHHorrorPodcast. Go on the Twitter. We're there, too. We're on Horror Amino, Exploding Heads, Horror <laughs> Yeah, the Twitter, like an old man. Get on the Twitter! <laughs> you know, back in my day... You used I to... used to finger the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I used to finger the Twitter. Now, they're talking about Twitter. I want to see Dr. Lipschitz the other day. <laughs> he said, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> anyway... Oh, God. Uh, so, all you have to do to make a joke work is throw a Dr. Lipschitz and it's done. <laughs> Signed, sealed, and delivered. <laughs> that's true. We'll always have good old Dr. Lipschitz. Oh, Brandon. Up yes. To, have you found out about this Lipschitz character or no? No. Okay. Because you said your father knew a Lipschitz, correct? I will find out and that <laughs> will be the the cliff, that'll be the cliffhanger for episode 19. Okay. Maybe we can get him on the show. I believe it was a woman and I believe it was an old girlfriend. Ooh, really? Yes. Even better. Hey, yeah. He was playing with my twatter. <laughs> <laughs> Your father. Now he follows me on Twitter. <laughs> so, um. Oh, my Lord. Okay. <laughs> this, this is not an episode of Exploding Heads. This is Dave recording his one hour uh, stand up special for Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> um, here's the big news we have a voicemail now. We have a voicemail. You can call it. You can leave a message. And tonight, you're going to hear the first of those voicemails. We announced it on, on the Facebook. But if you're not part of the Facebook, you don't know. If you're just listening, now you know. So here is the phone number. 702-625-2224. That's 702-625-2224. If you call us and leave us a voicemail, we will play it on the show. I don't care what you say. We don't care what you say. But... <laughs> Good, How bad, ugly, doesn't matter. Say what you want. We're going to play it. Because what's the worst? We're going to play it, and chances are we're going to make fun of you. And if we like your voice, you have a chance to take over for Brandon. <laughs> so maybe revolving Brandon... door for his, his position. <laughs> yeah, maybe you shouldn't bring Dr. Lipschitz on. <laughs> <laughs> Lipschitz. <laughs> 
<laughs> so guys, <laughs> get on it, get on it. So okay, you know what? First things first. Let's give something away. I have uh, I have different things here, horror related things. I'll tell you what. We're not fucking. Um, what's that place called? Suck to you drop, right? <laughs> we're not, right? We're not like that. I, I I barely have enough money to put gas in my car right now. Literally, I have money. All my money's tied up in investments. But I'm gonna give somebody a prize. I have things here. We're gonna give away. I'm gonna ship it out to whoever. To whoever. BA one and two. Who? BA. PA. PA. Paranormal activity. Oh, paranormal. <laughs> 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 they finally came in. <laughs> oh, okay, let me come clean. I have a bunch of horror swag that was picked up, I think, from those monthly things or whatever. This was given to, to us by Mr. Matt Wazell himself. When uh, when we had the Great Banana Split of 2015, the sad day, Matt said, Hey, I got some horror swag that I was going to give away on the show. I'm going to send it to you because I know you're starting your new show. So thank him for that. Uh, thanks, yeah. Matt. Hey, you yeah, know, thanks, on that man. note, on that note, um, not to like open up a wound or anything like that, but with that um, whole new, you know, uh, you got all those fans that joined up and whatnot. Are you guys going to do like uh, an episode? Well, we kind of said, Matt kind of put us in a position where he said, if we get a thousand, we'll do something. So we did get a thousand. I don't know how, um, you know, how on the up and up it was. It, the activity hasn't gone up much more. We have a thousand more people, yet we're still only getting a few posts a day. But I guess a promise is a promise. So you're going to have to take that up with man. I'm not at liberty to say. Oh, I don't care. I just, I just know <laughs> I'm a big fan. Is. I, don't, I don't really give it. <laughs> you think I'm serious about that? Yeah. I'm just, you know, I don't give a fuck. I just want to small do. talk here. No, no, I, all seriousness. Like, you know, I know there's a lot of people that, for whatever reason, this doesn't fill the void. So they need the old crew back. And, uh, you know, for what? You know what I say episode. to those people: bend over, I'll fill the void. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried, guys, and Brandon, of course, just turned it into a joke again. <laughs> That's what he does. Fill the void. That's what he does. <laughs> I'll, I'll enter the void head first. <laughs> Floating head first. <laughs> yes. So, um, again. <laughs> Matt, if you're listening, why don't you say something about it? I, it's not. I'm. Not, it's not for me to say. Matt's the showrunner. So, but Matt is the kind of guy that keeps a promise. So, I would expect eventually to see something. Could be five years from now. It could be like a special. But he said there will be something. So that that I'll I'll go on record and say that because Matt said that there will be something with Matt and Alex and myself eventually being released at some point. So. Because, you know, Matt's not a bullshitter. So we'll do it. Hopefully not a reenactment of Human Centipede. <laughs> yeah, why not? why not? Who's at the front? I get to be I get to be the center. <laughs> I'm always in the front. I want to be the center. Can I get in on oh, this? Yes. God damn. <laughs> I'm always in front. That's the rule. Because I got to eat, man. And I don't want to eat ass. <laughs> I want to eat food. Even if it's dog food. <laughs> Feed them. Oh, <laughs> I, um, I took us here. I don't know why I'm disgusted by it. I can't wait to see if, if uh, Human Centipede 2 shows up on anyone's top 10 list. Ooh, wouldn't that be something? Hmm. Are we Ooh. giving something away? Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Back on track. I was about to say, where were we? Thank you, Christian. Yes, we're <laughs> going to give something away. Because I, I literally have like two or three boxes here with some things in them. So, yeah, we're going to give them away. The only thing I have to pay for is the postage. But still, I mean, you know, it's, it's still going to cost something. So I'm not stuck to you drop. I'm fucking Dave Z in the exploding headquarters with, you know, barely two nickels to rub together. And I'm going to send something out to a listener just for 
writing a review. Now, let me say, we have 12 on the page, on the iTunes page. 13 is uh, Neil Robson, who I, I read his email last time. He's from, I believe it was Australia. Didn't show up on ours, so we're including him. Now, if he wins, I don't know about the postage, buddy. Uh, we'll see. Of course, I'm going to send it. See, Air, ca- Air Kangaroo. Air Kangaroo? Air Joey. We will <laughs> all chip in. And by that, I mean Brandon. I'm not chipping it. in. I'm Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jewish. Yeah, I don't chip in. Lipshits over here to fucking come up with money. No, actually, like I was going to say, but obviously we're still two shows away. But for episode 20, I'm doing a, a two-movie giveaway. Ooh. I'm deciding whether it's one person getting two movies or two people getting one movie. Okay. Or nobody getting no movies. <laughs> Depends how I feel. Is it paranormal activity one and two? No, it'll be uh, what's it called for our um, something French? Yeah, for our French extreme show. All right, well, just just making sure. Okay. Yeah. So there I you go, guys. I, I don't know why I'm getting excited. Why not get excited? People are getting free shit. They should be excited. No, I mean yelling at you, like getting oh. excited, like yeah. yeah. Everybody yells at me. It's okay. No big deal. So yeah. So Neil Robson's number thirteen. Chuck Knight spoke to us this afternoon on, on the Facebook and said he's putting his up. Now, it's not up there yet because I know it takes time for uh, iTunes to review it, but I'm taking the man at his word. So he's number 14. Any relation to Chuck Wagon? What? Mm-hmm. Whoa, I literally hear crickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. I opened the window. Yeah, yeah and I, I literally I – That's awesome. <laughs> I crickets. Finally, something that takes awesome. over for my ATM joke from last episode. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> only what it only took what twenty minutes Chuck to Wag. get a worse joke in. Great. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, Stay tuned. Crickets. You literally hear them, right, Chris? I can hear them. It's great. They're right next to us. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because neither one of you even responded, but like, boo. No, just <laughs> crickets. This is not a sound effect like that one episode where no. I put them in. This is yeah, legit. This is they came to the window. Fucking Jiminy. Yeah. You're like, did he just say Chuck Wagon? I gotta get to the window right now. Dave's like hanging the microphone outside. I gotta get this. <laughs> I might in a second. Holy shit. I can't believe it's probably the first in the history of podcasts. Literal crickets. <laughs> not a joke. <laughs> That's like the equivalent of somebody pulling out a drum going <laughs> when somebody makes a joke, you know? We gotta oh, get a man. drum set in this room in the headquarters. At this point, the listeners are screaming, do the fucking drawing! Yeah, do the drawing. Talk about horror. Okay, let's talk about horror. Let's do a drawing. 1 to 14. Uh, 1 to 12 are in order on the uh, iTunes page. You know who you are. Of course, I'm still gonna announce it, but in, like 13 is Neil Robson, 14 is Chuck Knight. I have a randomizer here on the phone. And I'm going to put in a number. Oh, guess what? Want to know something funny, guys? I just downloaded this randomizer, right? And automatically, it, the numbers are between 1 and 100 until you change it. So just to test it out, I hit generate. And guess what number came up? 14. 18. 69. Oh, yeah. Man. I kid you not. Yeah, well, All right. Yeah, man. This thing's got a dirty mind. So <laughs> not between 1 and 14, right? Number 11. Okay, let's take a look at number 11. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. <laughs> you could Oops. you could sync that up later, Christian. This is about as high tech as scanners. <laughs> <laughs> Number eleven. The, the person is someone named Ashley. Oh, I I know who this is. 
Yes! Awesome. Good, good, good. I'm so glad you won. I can't say 100%. I don't want to out her if it's not really her. Wait, but. is it a five-star review? <laughs> First and foremost, they're all five-star reviews. I know, I know. I just... <laughs> Every one of them is. Do we do we know Ashley? She's in our group page. No, if it's the Ashley I'm thinking of, she does not have. She's not on the Facebook. She's not on the Facebook. No. How about Facebook? Like most of the normal people. <laughs> it's I'm not on the Facebook either. It's the Facebook for the rest of the show and the Twitter. That's just that's just how I'm doing it. Yeah. But yes, uh, she. If this is the right person, she is a podcast host herself, and I hope, you know. Well, I'm glad whoever won, but... Is she the one from that new podcast? Which new podcast? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know why I I'm said that. I'm pissed off that this cricket's getting more screen time than me. <laughs> All right. Screen time. Fucking... <laughs> You're as bad as... Put a little off on that motherfucker. Some, some raid. Raid him. Oh, man. He's fucking up my flow. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this is Ashley... Graveyard Shift Sisters, I believe, from Girls Will Be Ghouls podcast. Cool. Is a, yeah. Uh, guys, go listen to that show, by the way. Um, but I believe that's going to be her, and I hope it is. So congratulations, Ashley. So, yes. So there you go. Give me your address. Give me what you got, and we're going to send it to you. And give me your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the Twitter. I, I know that much. <laughs> so there you go. All right, all right, all right. There we go. Ashley, you're getting a prize. Awesome. Okay. Uh, we're going to do that again when we get 20. When we get 20 written reviews, we're going to do it. And that reminds me, I should write a review for Ashley's if this is her. Because I've been very lazy. I haven't written about anybody's. We were even talking about it when I was on 22 Shots. JP was saying, you haven't done it for us. We haven't done it for you. We're just that lazy. We really should do it. Hey, so. JP did put a like, nice little comment on our the post the postmortem radio site that I was like almost like a I was like reading it going I don't know if I should respond to this because he was pretty much saying hey let Christian speak more <laughs> <laughs> I paraphrase it a little bit but it was like it was like he was asking some great questions and it felt like he was getting cut off uh, when we were talking to Felissa Rose so yeah you know I wonder what? where got, I wonder where you got the idea to say that <laughs> hmm. let Christian talk more you hear that crickets <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys, <laughs> that is our drawing. Now we have emails and voicemails. Let's do the email thing first, because the voicemails, we have four of them. We're pretty happy about it. That, that's really cool. We just And the, Dave's bound to mess it up it's in some way, so let's get the email. Something <laughs> involving electronics. I have a phone in my hand. Of course I'm going to mess it up. He'll probably wind up listening to music for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read the email. Oh, now the email comes from friends of ours. Okay, the horror cast. What's up, Headites? Been loving the show and loved having Dave Z as a guest on ours. Thank you. I love to be in there. Maybe we can cross over sometime. I agree. You guys have picked quite possibly my favorite horror year ever. First, I saw the classic ghost tale, ghost story in 81, and I love it to this day. Secondly, the slashers in 81 are epic. Friday the 13th 2, Halloween 2, The Burning, My Bloody Valentine, The Prowler, Good God. So instead of listing all the movies that I know you guys will mention, I wanted to bring to light a cool little flick called Dead and Buried. This is a different take on the zombie narrative. Ed O'Bannon co-wrote the screenplay, and it has a great twist. Any of you ever seen it? Also, Mm -hmm. Student Bodies is a great comedy horror before comedy horrors were a dime a dozen. Yes, I agree. Thanks again for producing your show. It is one of my staples. 
Mark Nato from the Horror Cast. So. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mark. Yes. I've Thank seen Dead and Buried. I have too. Yeah. I have too, but I I think there's more than one Dead and Buried, so I don't want to say it's the wrong one. Is the cover of the DVD like some guy's face, like in the sand, kind of? And yes. It's full found yeah. yeah. And there's like it's an infamous ja- like needle in the eye scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's got Jack Albertson in it. Really, Grandpa Joe? Yeah. Wow. That's what I always remember from because it's been a while since I've seen it, but I'm always like, oh, that's the one with, with Grandpa Joe. Wow. Finally got out of bed after 30 years. It's, a, <laughs> it's a, like a nifty little flick. Like, I mean, it's it it's a great, like, mention. It's I would say that that was, uh, you know, one of those movies that don't get mentioned too often, um, an yeah. unheralded gem. I agree. Yeah, but I'll tell you this. I, I, here's what I remember about the movie. I remember the box cover. I remember watching it and enjoying it, and that's as far as it goes. So, but that's me. I yeah. just, I, my memory is shit. But I do remember like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes a movie leaves an impression, and you, you know that you either liked it or you didn't. Does that happen to you guys, too? Or, or do you guys have great memories? Oh, no, I have terrible memories. I know I like the film. I just don't remember it. Okay. No, I, and I think I'd have a great, a good memory, but there's so many movies that I watched. And when I was even going through this list, I, another one came up, um, Strange Behavior. And I know I saw yeah. it. Uh, with the uh, sort of abnormal, it was like one of those abnormal kid movies. Well, the kids are abnormal, not the movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Kids are ab- so, like, I mean, there's there's a lot of like ones I know I've seen, but I don't remember every everything about them. Like Dead and Buried, I remembered, you know, uh, the syringe in the eye. I I wish I could remember that. I, I think I still have the DVD in my house right now as I speak. See, I ended up selling a lot of my DVDs when I started. Becoming a blue tuber, as Brandon would say. You are a blue tuber. Well, I'm smart. I, I took my DVDs, I burned them, kept my kept them, and I sold the DVDs on eBay. Why keep all those DVDs around when I'm just going to display my my Blu-rays? Because must have, must have been a big fire. <laughs> did you have <sighs> Barker to sign them first? <laughs> I should have. No, I did not. But no, I did sell them. I sold a lot of my DVDs. Uh, you know, and whatever. I only had so much room and. Whatever, I don't have to fucking give you reasons. <laughs> Damn. Uh, student Bodies, great stuff, huh? Everybody uh, familiar? Yeah, it was good. I, and again, For the time, it was great. Exactly, and he, yeah. and he summed it up yeah. before they were a dime a dozen. I think there were actually two this year, though. We had even Saturday night, uh, Saturday the 14th. And right. Student Bodies came out this year. And I don't know when Wacko came out. I think that might have been 83. Hmm. Wacko was the only other one I remember. And that had uh, Clay. Clay was in it? Clay was in it. Wow. How does he keep fucking rearing his head on this show? Amazing. <laughs> wow. just throws him in. He probably wasn't even in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was in a movie from a totally different year. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did wedge him in. <laughs> he, did, he did get him in there somehow. <laughs> he filled the void. <laughs> no? Filled the void? Wasn't that the joke that um Brandon said before? Yeah. Okay. Well, That was like so 10 minutes ago. He thought it was funny. I tried. Okay. Um. Anyway, Mark Nato. Yeah, that... Thank you again. I listen to every show that the Horror Cast does. And you know what? I was going to say something on the webpage, but I'll say it live now. I listened to the last show. They did the Funhouse Massacre and the Funhouse. They talked about them. They gave their ratings. You know, the same thing we do. I wanted to say that I give them both a 6.5 out of 10. Both movies. But I do disagree with some of the uh, what they said about the Funhouse. The Funhouse from 81. We could talk about it. It's 81. They were very much into the second act, or the second half, and not the first. And what else was it? I definitely like, even though there's no murders, I love the setup in Funhouse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
And when they get in the front house and get trapped, to me, it really drags. I don't like the second half. I love, love the final chase in that movie just because it scares me. Yeah, it is a creepy final chase. Isn't it? Yes. And how into about the, the, into the battles of the funhouse, dude? And when that, when she's standing there, and all of a sudden the the those stairs drop. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And the scary thing is, this thing is deformed, and it's chasing her. That's fucking scary to me. I'm sorry. And then when it sees her, sometimes it screams for no reason. That's fucked up. Anyway, they <laughs> they didn't like. Um, screaming for no reason is fucked up. It though a deformed fucking person chasing you, screaming. That does it get any scarier? Holy shit! And then he had a Frankenstein mask earlier in the movie, if you guys recall. And everyone on the horror cast said they they wish he would have left the Frankenstein mask on because they didn't like the makeup effects, like the way he looked, the split face guy. But to me, I think if they would have had a Frankenstein chasing him through a funhouse, it just would have it wouldn't have worked for me. It probably would have been something similar to. Uh... Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> Frankenstein's monster in the funhouse. What a dick. That yeah. movie used to creep me out. Uh, funhouse. Oh. It's not great, but... It's not, it's not great, but to be totally honest, it's one of Toad Pooper's be- better films. <laughs> sure, sure. I'll give him that. Yep. It's, an, it's on its top five, top three, yeah. probably, honestly. Yeah, I can see that. But anyway, I was going to say something on the thing. I figure I'll take the, you know, I'll take the chance to say it now. I'll take the opportunity. I rate them both the same. I enjoyed Funhouse Massacre as well. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I liked Funhouse Funhouse Massacre. I wish they would remake the Funhouse. I wish Rob Zombie would remake the Funhouse. That would be, a, I think, a good idea. And I know Mark Mark Nato does not like Rob Zombie's movies, but I think that would fit his his style. Oh, I think he's doing it in his own way with 31. That looks like Yeah. Let's, <laughs> that looks let's like wait. what he would do. Good call. Let's so, see yeah. if Frankenstein shows up in it. He probably will. It is Frankenstein. It's, it's Actually, it's not. It's Frankenstein's monster. We should stop seeing this right now. But like amateurs over here. It's like my so, dad's yeah. on the podcast. It's not Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, but everybody calls him Frankenstein, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when I... Back, I didn't have the Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> So, yeah, um, thanks, guys. Thanks, Mark Nato. Horrorcast, listen to him. Great stuff, and we should do a crossover. Walshie was supposed to come on, and he got tied up with some things, and we did too. So Hey, how do I get tied up? I think you are. What is that shit around your neck? No? No comment? <laughs> I'll pretend I didn't see it. Fine. Black Phillip isn't in the room. Fine. Guys, you got to play along. We're in the same room together. This, it's the... <laughs> it's the... What's it called? You forgot. <laughs> it's the exploding headquarters. The exploding headquarters. That's right. That's where we are all our live. Thanks to Jason Lloyd and the wonderful people at Horophilia. I'm still stuck in the Kiwi Lounge. Well, we're going to remodel. How's that? All right. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, now we I have a message here from my main man, Tristan Gnarly Martin. Gnarly. Gnarly. I like this guy. All right. Question for this week's podcast. <laughs> Hello from the movie Palace. It's me, Macaulay Culkin, spiritual advisor, <laughs> Corey Feldman's heterosexual life partner, and personal fashion designer, and Eddie Furlong's drinking partner. Yes, <laughs> it's Victor Gnarly. I have two questions for you to answer. The first question is, if you had to change the title of your favorite movie, what would you change the title to? The second question is, what are your feelings on Anton Yelchin's Christine-style death? Oh, I shouldn't have read the second question. I, 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 when I talked back to him, I said that we actually addressed that on um, the Green Room show. Yeah, right? we did. Wow. Yeah. 
We did too soon, we... gnarly man. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy, though. This guy's so funny. Yeah, he's great. Um, so, yeah, we don't have to address... Um... I was trying to think. I'm like, what movie was that? And I'm thinking of Green Room. Then I'm like, oh, wait a sec. <laughs> well, you can't blame him. The show wasn't out yet. As a matter of fact, it's dropping tonight as we're recording this. So. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Pretty cool. So, yeah, that's a good question, guys. Uh... If you had to change the title of your favorite movie, what would you change the title to? So now, here's my issue here. Uh, Brandon, I think you're going to have a problem changing the title of Friday the 13th Part 7. The new- <laughs> what else could you possibly call it? Uh, weekend at Jason's? <laughs> Again? Yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> I give him a joke, he comes back with a better one. Boy, <laughs> Wow. You know what? I recently marathoned part two through seven. They were on TV. I watched all of them, except for one and eight. I missed those for some reason. But two, two through seven. And honestly, seven really does have its charm and was not the worst of those five films. Ooh. Oh, no, 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 no. It was the worst. Especially since no, you it, didn't see eight. No. It's eight not, would it's take not the cake, worst. but you didn't see it. No. It's, seven is better than six. No. Yes! Yes! Thank Seven, you! I, I'm sorry. I'm, I was yes. a huge fan of Six, too. I like when I, I like, was a kid. I like some parts of Six, but otherwise, Six just didn't need to be made. It's a kid sleepover movie. It's like yeah. my daughter was six, to go to a sleepover. Yeah, Six is a great movie. Six, six I, I, I stand by this. Six actually took what the phrase. I, I know there's comedy in it. I know it's Zombie Jason. But well, Six fine. actually is a really well constructed. It's more like a real movie. Yeah, it could be like a sleepover movie, but it's more like a real movie. Seven is just a hodgepodge of Nick's bag of half-baked ideas and they steal kind of like the script from Final Chapter. They can't even get that right. They throw in a telekinetic girl to try to th- think of something new because uh, Freddy was cleaning up the box office so they figured they needed to bring in some supernat- more supernatural. They couldn't just have a zombie Jason. Oh, it's just oh, it's just horrible. The music No, because it was, it was supposed to be uh, Freddy oh. versus Jason. Initially it was, yes, but they didn't do that yet. But but, yes. that, but they still had like almost like the boiler scene at the end <laughs> with him on fire. Right, right, right down in the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Maybe that was a tribute because that same thing did Definitely. happen in Nightmare. Wow, horrible, I horrible music, horrible sound design, just all around, no gore. Oh, whoa, oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, part six did have a great soundtrack. Hold on. Now, now I'm Okay, wow, it's amazing both you guys just said that. First of all, I was about to say, Christian, I agree with everything you just said there. And I really do. I, is six a better made movie than seven? Yes. However, it's the one I least want to watch after nine. I have no desire to watch it because of all my problems with it. And after seven, 9 p.m. or after part nine? Nine, part nine, part nine. Uh-uh. I, part seven <laughs> is fucked up. Part seven's fucked up. Okay, I definitely. There's a lot, not a whole lot of great things going on. I, everything Christian said, I echo it. I won't even repeat it. Okay, but you guys both said something. Christian said I don't like the soundtrack, and as I was about to interrupt him and say, "Wait a minute, it was better than fucking part six, Brandon comes in and says it wasn't as good as part six. So both of you guys agree that part six, you guys think that has a good soundtrack, and seven is shit. Yes. Is that what six? Part six was all, what's his name? All Alice Harry Cooper, Manfredini, right? Harry Manfredini's oh. music in part six is, I actually like that soundtrack um, for the, the horror soundtrack. Uh, and it has Cooper. Uh, yes, Cooper, that, I like it. I'm a big Alice Cooper person. So every time I heard yeah. an Alice Cooper song, I, I was like, yeah. I'm not talking about the rock and roll. I, oh, that's fine. If you, I didn't realize you were talking about Alice Cooper and the music. I, 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 was, I was thinking of the score. 
Because when you're talking about part seven, it's it's always a score. The only one that isn't a score is part six, and it's still a score, but it has some Alice Cooper. Well, it's James Bond, Jason. Oh fuck! That's the jump the shark moment right there. The second <laughs> that happens in that movie, it, the fucking franchise <laughs> jumps the shark. That's why. I laugh, that fucking... <laughs> is that you jumping it's the all... shark? Wee. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that shit. Bye, Jaws. This is me off that fucking movie. Oh. Isn't it nice that I could actually talk to you guys about Friday because they're fresh in my head since I finally watched them? <laughs> but like the oh, first time in like the whole 10 years. The show now? Yeah. This is a Friday show. Yeah, fuck 81. <laughs> fuck the email. We're just going to talk Friday. Everyone, just if you're playing the drinking game, just get a fucking bottle. No, <laughs> they, they had a new drinking game tonight. They had to dr- take a shot every time you said Matt's name earlier. So probably most of them are dead or in extreme <laughs> alcohol poisoning at this point. Wow, I'm that repetitive, huh? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you should call it to my attention. I'll, I'm trying not to say as many f bombs because when I listen back to the Sleepaway Show, I, I was saying fuck this and fuck, I couldn't believe how much I was swearing. I don't know why. I didn't. I, I didn't hear it. I, didn't oh, hear I did. It. No, I did. It was yeah. You. Okay. It was every second. I was listening to the car, and typically fuck. I can listen to the, the show with the kids in the car because uh. they, they, they and even this one. <laughs> I just said, don't mind the language in this one. And they're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I don't know what was with me. Uh, maybe it was just the, that vulgar series. I don't know. It is what it is. But, yeah, Friday, let me say, part six. I do not like that fucking boom, boom, that boom-bastic action movie type <laughs> fucking soundtrack. At the least part bust. seven sounded like parts one through four with the score. Not nearly, not as good, but it still had the same cues, the musical cues. You don't think so, Christian? No, I don't. I don't. What? I think I think yeah. I really don't. But God, oh, well. I love the fact that we're talking about Fridays. Yeah, let's get off it. My God, <laughs> wasn't there a question asked? No. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Brandon. We got we got to change the title of our favorite movie. Okay. Change it has the, to be our favorite movie. Don't cheat. Pick your favorite horror movie and. Well, I always said my favorite horror movie was Silence of the Lambs. Okay, so change the name of Silence of the Lambs. What what else could you call it? This fucking guy. Can you smell my cunt? <laughs> <laughs> it's a catchy title. Yeah, and it is. Come on, it's an easy answer. There's an easy answer for this. What, Hannibal the Cannibal? That's one. What's the other easy answer? Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill. Hey, I'm a Bills fan. Go Bills! <laughs> no, I like it's something summer. with the with the sheep and the screaming. Like that whole speech. You like the Some... sheep? Black Phillip? What? The goat? What? No, serious. Something like something like like when the screaming stops or something. Oh, when the screaming stops, brilliant. I, I'll accept that. That's a, that's a legitimate. That's something I would legitimately say that that film could have been called when the screaming stops. But good, good answer. Thank you. That, I could I could see a song too. You know, couldn't you see a song with that title when the screaming? Stops? Yeah, it's the score to possession. Also, <laughs> the <laughs> when the screaming stops, that's what the name the name of the score. Holy fuck! Which is an awesome score, by the way. Oh, I'll get to uh, it. Get to, oh, Christian, a preacher. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, all right, all right. Christian, uh, what have you stated was your favorite movie? Oh, my God. I feel like I'm going to be Brandon here because my, my favorite horror movie changes so much. Like, okay. What's your favorite same, today? It's always the same. I'm going to have to, I'll just go with. Uh, uh, I guess Miracle with, Werewolf. No, Dawn of the Dead, I guess I'll, okay. I'll go with. Okay, that's easy. What else could you call Dawn of the Dead? Now, remember, it's the sequel to Night of the Living Dead, kind of. Uh, well, early, it is. Early, early morning of the dead. <laughs> Twilight of the Dead. <laughs> Twilight of the Dead. Dusk of the Dead. It, 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 this is a good question because really, it's so embedded in your and instilled in your mind. It feels like everything else would be a cop out. There's so many zombie movies since that, like just zombie, zombie apocalypse. 
sounds like pretty cheesy, but back in the day, that would have been a perfect title for it. How about Mall Madness? Mall Madness or Zombie <laughs> Apocalypse? <laughs> I don't think See, this is a question you probably should have given us ahead of time. No, this is fun to do it this way. Oh, it is fun to do it this way, because I think mine was better than Christian, so I win. I think so, too. But wait till you hear mine. Oh, well, you've had a chance to think about it. You read this like an hour ago. No, because I didn't have much to... Mine's so easy, though. I I thought of it right away. Like, after... It might might not even be good. But I got fucked, because I'm I'm saying The Shining, okay? The the, the easy thing to call it is Rule 237, Right? Wouldn't if that movie didn't exist, that documentary, and this question was given to you, The Shining. What else could you call? It? Wouldn't it naturally be Room Two Three Seven? How about Dull Boy? Dull Boy. Oh, yeah, but anyway, <laughs> I can't do Room Two Three Seven because it's already a movie. How about Red Rum? I got one. No, The yeah, Caretaker. No, you missed it. Red Rum would have been it. No, Red Rum for the title of a movie. Yeah. Everybody would have gone to see a movie called Red Rum. I'd go see a movie called Red Rum now. I'd see it right after I saw Zombie Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I'd see it right after I saw Early Morning Dawn of the Dead. Whatever. I don't even remember what it is. They would have the twist. You don't want the movie called Red Rum because everyone would be saying, oh, it means murder. Don't you like it better if you're watching The Shining and you don't know what Red Rum means? Like the first time you saw that movie and you saw it in the mirror? It would ruin that fucking impactful shot. To call the movie Red Rum. That's why I'm a. How about the Overlook Massacre? (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. I think The Caretaker. That's that's basically what you just said. The Caretaker sounds good, but there's probably six million films called The Caretaker. How about about Snow Maze? Snow Maze? Well, I'm sticking with The Caretaker, uh, but it might not be the best answer. We all had. How about Indian Cans? (laughs) Calumet. Calumet. That's what the cans were. Yeah. I couldn't remember. <laughs> oh, shit. Or or Tubby. What was it? Tubby? Christian? Big Boy and, oh. and Tubby? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 oh, that was great. Oh, shit. <laughs> if you don't know what we're, what we're talking about? Go I back to episode 15. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> you don't know what no. I thought you were saying it to me. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, guys, uh, thanks for the questions, uh, Mr. Gnarly, Sir Gnarly. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, our voicemails have arrived. We asked, you answered. So, well, we didn't ask. Well, yeah, we did ask, but I forget it. And we answered horribly. (laughs) (laughs) But we have some here. Now, I'm going to have to do my best to access them. So, um, this right here is officially the first ever message. Expect it to be... A scorcher. Drum roll, please. Big moment. <laughs> See what they say. It's not a drum roll. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, BC here, you exploding head motherfuckers. <laughs> What's going on there, Dave Z and Christian and Brandon? Anyway, just want to say hi to my buds here. Give me a call sometime. BC on Facebook. Actually, don't give me a call. Just say hi. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. You know what? That's perfect. BC. He was right, man. He sounds like a rapper douche. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it. That's awesome. You knew it too. <laughs> I remembered. <laughs> he calls himself a rapper douche. <laughs> Is that, so that's how he actually talks. That's not like, because uh, I know he's an that's... actor, so. Oh. I think right. he was playing a part there. Oh, I don't As know. As a rapper douche. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was really convincing as rap douche, rap yeah. douche number one. Yeah. Well, BC, if it was an act, every time you call and leave one, I'm asking that you always do a different character. If if that was an act, if that was really you, then continue to be you. But that that's a suggestion I'm putting out there. So that was our first ever one. And he says hello. And what do you say, guys? Oh, thank uh, you. Hi. Oh yeah. Hello, <laughs> hello to you two. Oh, thank you, BC. BC's a a, a a very loyal listener. So, yeah, we love that dude. Vote for Zombie Apocalypse is the best answer to the question. <laughs> yes, do it. I dare you. Okay, here is our next uh, email. Email voicemail. This is Chuck Knight. Hey boys, this is Chuck from Memphis. Just uh, thought I'd drop in and say hey. Glad you uh, are doing the show. I enjoy listening to it. It's uh, just a lot of fun to uh, listen to you guys. Give your opinion, voice your opinions, and, and argue sometimes, and just it's just all around fun. I enjoy it a lot. Thank you for uh, your continued endeavors. And uh, my question is, if you could pick one of the movies you're reviewing tonight from the year 1981, I believe you're reviewing, if you only have one for the rest of your entire life to watch, which one would it be? And uh, keep up, keep up the good work, guys. Take care. Mm. Ooh, that's hey, thanks, a Chuck. Good question. Thank yeah, you. that's a really good question. Now there's the then there, you know there's a problem with that question. Great question, thank you. But we're gonna do our top five, and we're gonna do it. At least I'm doing mine, and I know my number one. Matter of fact, my number one's gonna come up on two different fucking lists tonight. But anyway, I know my number one is. And these yeah, guys, I know what my number one is. Okay, I think we all do, right, Christian? You must know. I know what my number one is, but that's a different question. Yeah, it is really? a different question. <laughs> I'm, I actually think I would give a different answer. Yeah. Oh. Wow, I think, I think so. So would I, because I I listed my favorite for that year. Yet that is going to get the the different response. I, I know feel like we ha- did. We have the same number one for that year. Same favorite for that year. Who? I bu- yes, I think being Christian. Did. Yeah, did. we did. And we did. Yet, oh yeah. wait, it was American Werewolf. Yes, I remember that. I remember that. See, I paid. Yeah, attention. I feel like so if, you're I not had taking... to pick, if I had to pick one movie, it wouldn't no. be. Oh. It okay, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be American Werewolf. Are we going to answer it now, or do you want to wait till later? Yeah, what do you want to do? Well, you may as well answer it. It's the question. If, if it's not going to be your okay. number one, do it. I would go with the Beyond. Okay. Well, I'm going with Friday the 13th Part 2. Yeah, I am also going with Friday the 13th Part 2. I just can't be without that movie for, for yeah. very long. There's many reasons for that. I can't be. I would have gone with Friday 2, but fucking Muffin didn't make it. <laughs> or, or did she? She <laughs> <laughs> didn't. Friday fanboys speak up. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so yeah, thank you. And thanks, Chuck Knight of the Living Dead. <laughs> oh, Chuck Wagon Knight of the Living Dead. <laughs> Chuck Wagon. <laughs> even the even the cricket stopped chirping for two seconds there. <laughs> oh, we're on fire. All right. <laughs> so yeah, so thanks, Chuck. And okay, here is another one. Oh yeah, this is Dave Rendon. Okay, Rendoni. See, he said, Hold on. I, I was gonna ask you. I was oh, okay. thinking about it as when I read his. When I was talking to him today, we all were. I was thinking, when it comes time to say that on the show, is it Rendoni or is it gonna be Rendon? No, because I think say- I, I said it wrong. I said it like you did, uh, in one of the TGIF episodes. And he's and then he 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 texted. He said it's like uh, I think he said like macaroni. So. Oh, Rindoni. so it is. Yep. It is Rendoni. Macarendoni. So Dave Rendoni comes from the uh, the world of TGIF. The, initially, yes, but he oh. he's uh, crossed over. 
I mean, sorry, I, I, I'm sorry to hear where you come from, but <laughs> glad, you yeah, I... glad you made it here. <laughs> Safety. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, be a head height and a um um CJF thirteen or a T G no, how about an effer? We can go that's a fan of that show, yeah. An an effer. <laughs> so anyway, Dave Rendoni, okay. Thank you for clearing that up, Christian. And let's get on with the man's question. Hey guys, this is Dave Rendone calling from Stone, oh, Massachusetts. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I totally watched the first time so Somebody out there in the world is getting a voicemail saying they'd like to hear scanners and death rings. So, apparently, maybe they will. Who knows? But at least you're playing scanner. Thank you to Christian Luciani, whoever came first. I okay. Now, the reason he's saying that is he sent us, <laughs> he said something in the Facebook group page when yes. I said scanners, right? Are you guys privy to the story why he just said what he said? Uh, well, um, okay. What was the other one he had picked along with scanners? It, hold on, Death Dream. But what happened was, he, he I said, I mentioned scanners that we were doing it, and he goes, and he said something about, you know, he made a joke, something about, and thanks to the genius that brought that up. So I, I knew it as Christian. He's the one that brought it up in our chat. So I said, yeah, you got Christian to blame for that, I said. And then he goes, oh, he goes, so much for my voicemail. And I said, what? And he goes, yeah, I left a voicemail saying you should do scanners in Death Dream. I said, well, I never got it. So, so Dave Rendon... I was correct. Thank he you. He does. He actually has his thing on Facebook. Pronounce his name, Dave Rendon. I you swear. can't trust the Facebook. Yeah. No. no I was no, no, just going to no, no. bring up he the fact Re- that I think no, Dave's he... pronouncing his name wrong. No. No. He, you. You <laughs> pronounce his name right, Dave Rendon. <laughs> He's pronouncing his own name wrong. I swear. He told me it was like macaroni. I swear to God. I thought he said Rendoni to me. All right. Now Rendon. I feel like an asshole. All right, Rendon. You let us know. He just said it, though. No, I don't think right he could change it. No, he has it I on think he his made Facebook. Mis- I think he made an honest mistake. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot his name. You don't even know how to pronounce his own name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, okay, Rendoni. <laughs> we got you back. We got you back. We'll cover for you. We'll edit that out. I'm going to find the email or the message that he tells me that that's how it's said. Oh, man. This is going to start like a whole thing now. Hey, have we made fun of everyone that called or not? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. If we didn't, sorry. Cause we That's a rite of passage as a headite. Right, absolutely. So anyway, he so somewhere in the world, someone got a message from him because he called the wrong number saying something about scanners <laughs> <laughs> and death dream. <laughs> I'd love to know what they thought when they heard it. <laughs> this was it. He posted on July 29th, I've got to get this the uh, got to get this on Criterion. Seen scanners with the fresh eyes on the 35th anniversary. And I and I commented, I liked it, and I said, as you well know, contains the ultimate exploding head, which then made me go, ding, 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 ding. You guys wanted to do possession. I thought scanners, and then that was that whole 81 show. Wow. That's how it all came about. So Amazing. Yeah, I, I boy, wonder, but I guess it was started by seeing his post about the Criterion edition. Okay, so either way, some one of you, you guys both had the idea. Let, let's call it a tie. And now let, let's finish the message. I just, I just stopped oh, in the sorry. middle of it. No, no, don't be sorry. We, we needed that explanation. Wait, there's so, more? Yeah. yeah, I stopped to see you guys who knew what was going on while he was saying that. Rendon, nice. Rendon. Jesus. Now there's right. more to it, Rendon. All right, Rendoni, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but I did come up with a couple of uh, alternate suggestions from my home state of Massachusetts, first being 1980s. Kind of underseen, Ken Russell film, Altered State, Tennis Harvard, Cambridge. Uh, I remember seeing this as a kid. 
and not really making any sense of it, but it's pretty creepy. Also, right up the street from here, about 10 miles away or so, is Danvers State Mental Institution, so we all know I'm talking about Session 9, which is just out on Blu-ray, apparently. I have to justify the cost, but I'm sure I'll get it. Anyway, uh, fantastic performance by Peter Mullen, one of my favorite actors. I'd like him to play me someday. <laughs> Wolf Irish, white, and have issues. So, uh, yeah, great, great film. I remember renting it back in 2001-ish, along with The Minus Man, which was also great, but that's another story. Uh, very unnerving. Gets under your skin. I have a hard time watching that during the day. Great sound work. Great cinematography. Epic storytelling. Well, maybe not epic, because it's a little personal. But just a fantastic horror film. One of my top three, if not my favorite of all time. So, wow. good work, guys. Damn. And I'll see you later. Take care. Nice. Good suggestions. Right, and and Session 9 is a creepy, creepy film. Very yep. creepy. Yep, yep. Very, I, oh. It, it does get under your skin. Even my, I remember yeah. my wife and I watched it. And we're like, this movie is fucking creepy. It is. Yeah. And Altered was... States, good suggestion on Altered States. Altered Very... States. Want to know something weird? All my life when I was a kid, it's weird that he brought that movie up on this show. When I was a kid, I hadn't seen either one of these movies at the time. But Scanners and Altered States, I always got them confused. I don't know if I saw a trailer or just pictures in the HBO guide, but I remember seeing somebody holding up their arms or something and the veins coming out. I, bottom line is, I never. if you would have said Scanners or Altered States before I, I saw Scanners, because I only saw Scanners for the first time in the last two years, but I always got That's about right for you. two movies confused. Yes, it is. 35 years late to the Anyway, I've always confused those two movies, Altered States and Scanners. So it's just weird that you said that. But that, that's what I remember, Altered States. I haven't seen it, but... It's um, a good film. Yeah, yeah. and Session Nine's good, too. And John, so, John, John and Hurt. that dream was... And, uh, yeah, John Hurt. Yeah, John Hurt. I, I, I saw it in a long... I think I've seen it twice, and it's been probably 15 years. A am I right about a scene with somebody fucking having a bunch of veins coming out of their arms? Yeah, I don't want to get yeah. too much in case you do decide to watch no, that you're movie. No, you're definitely right. Yeah. Okay. You're All not right. crazy. And maybe and I, I confused with with scanners because you know the, the the vision of scanners with fucking with Revic and 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 the vein, the veins coming out of his face. You know what I mean that you see. Oh, that yeah, po the poster Revit. itself for scanners it was always a favorite of mine when I was a kid. I mean, it terrified the shit out of me. Carol so. Revic. <laughs> and, and I know, uh, and, I know and, now for a fact after listening to that message that it's definitely pronounced Rendoni because he pronounced <laughs> he pronounced another <laughs> word wrong. He said cinematography when clearly he meant cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Dave Rendon, I apologize. I swear I had it in my head after I screwed your name up way back when that it was Rendoni. Man. That's how you treat the effers, huh? <laughs> the MFers. The MFers. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. That dream also was another good suggestion. I did Death Dream on Banana Laser. I did. I fucking made fun of by by uh, by my co-host Alex and Matt. They fucking thought it was horrible. They said, "How could you bring this here?" And not, I mean, they weren't that fucking. You know, it wasn't that bad. But they busted my ball. I said a lot of people like Death Dream. I told it's, you, it's Bob, a you laughed at me. He said the best right? part was the dog. <laughs> so this is why the bananas split. That 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 was the first big disagreement. Yes. <laughs> What hasn't changed is that your co-hosts make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, but at least you're not motherfucking any movie I brought to the table. Why do we have to motherfuck it? <laughs> <laughs>
Anyway, no, good good suggestions. Yeah, Death Dream. I haven't watched that in a long time either. Right. It is Bob Clark, right? It yes. is Bob Clark. Yeah, Bob Clark, the Vietnam vet, comes back and... Yeah, yep. yeah. it's fucked up. Another dead dog in that film. Yeah, that's the best part when he kills that dog. He, it up, <laughs> he fucking strangles it with one hand. It's so funny. <laughs> Dave loves his dead animals. Well, have a minute. You're going to have a comedy. Hey, death dream. <laughs> fucking just, just got muffin. Oh, poor muffin. Uh, <laughs> loves his dead animals. That's great. <laughs> in session nine. Poor Gordon. <laughs> Session nine, we can't talk about Gordon yet. That's we're gonna save that for a big show just for you, Brandon. Gordon. The suicidal dog. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> suicidal. That's Christian's favorite phrase. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's right though. He and he's is. pulling he's pulling a Vince. It wasn't suicidal. Shut up. Oh, it was suicidal. <laughs> it wasn't suicidal. No other explanation for it. Were you guys Jason not paying not... attention to the film? He got his back broken by Jason. No, Jason, Jason was fucking oh. We're not getting into it. We're saving right. that for a We're saving episode. it. Yes, we're, guys, saving it. I... we're saving it. No, we'll okay. Again. Okay. So, uh, yeah, session nine. First time I saw it, didn't get the fucking hype. Second time I saw it, sucked me in, and I fucking loved it. So, second view Dave came through in that movie. Second view Dave. Stop talking about yourself in the third person. <laughs> First time I didn't like it, but second time, second view Dave loved it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what can I say? I'm, I'm an entertainer. <laughs> So yes, thank That's you. That's good. Yeah. Those were great voicemails. And and, and and they're not done. And we have oh. one more. Okay. Yeah. Oh wowzers! I yeah. just got a message before we started recording that somebody Ooh, some. uh, left another one, and I know who it is. Let's see. Brett. No. Nope. Derek B. Yeah. D. Oh B. yeah. Here he is. Hey yo, what's going on, everyone on the exploding heads? Hey yo. Derek here. Derek here. That's a awesome stuff going on the show, guys. Really digging the episodes, all caught up now. And I'm really excited for this 81 show that you guys are doing. Now, I know there's a lot of like, uh, 81 is definitely the year for the slashers. And I know that there's a lot of great films that came out in 81. Now, I know like in your initial run of like, uh, the 81s, which films have you seen that weren't in their normal imperial run that you watched? Any of these films in like the 80s or where they like revisited films? And also, have you seen any of the like the Asian horror films from 81? Just out of curiosity. Hope to hear back from you guys. I'll see you soon. Peace out. That was a good, yeah, that's, those are good questions. Asian yeah, horror so. in 81. Hmm. I right. can almost say no. I can almost say no as well. I can't think of any Asian horror. Do we know what any of the Asian horror was in 81? No. None I mean, of them, yeah, none of them popped up. You know what? There's one movie that looked, I'm like, I haven't even seen it. But I, I bet you anything, that looked like it was an Asian horror film as we're talking. You guys talk. Possession? <laughs> Christian, you, I don't know how old you guys are. I forgot, but we, you guys didn't see any of these when they first came out then. Well, you guys, you guys were still a little young, right? Yeah, I saw them all in the eighties, though. Yeah, and yeah, I could say that I saw them all in the eighties as well, but not, not, not um, I would have not seen anything from eighty one at the time it was released. I saw everything on video after, like American Werewolf, Friday Thirteenth Part Two, but everything during the eighties for sure. Yeah, yeah, almost everything. I can see there's yeah. some that, that 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 somehow got by me. Dark yeah. Knight of the Scarecrow. Yeah. I did not see it on. I didn't see that till the two thousands. <laughs> You know? hear something funny. I was going to say this later, but this whole show is about 81, so I guess it doesn't matter when it comes out. I still haven't seen Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Ooh. Well, so, we're doing that Scarecrow show. 
There we go. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Scarecrows. <laughs> I've, We're I've, doing Scarecrows, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, and another Scarecrow movie. Jacko? Not the Wizard of Oz. Jacko? Oh, God. One of the Asian horror films from 81 is uh, Suddenly at Midnight, which I've never seen. It's a uh, South Korean film. I believe, because I'm looking at it now, if this film, I think just either today or yesterday, got announced for, a, I think, a Blu-ray release. Really? I'm pretty sure somebody posted it on... Uh, on 22 Shots page. Hmm. Well, Derek B., he knows his Asian horror. I like yeah. to think I know my Asian horror, but... Yeah, Derek's knowledgeable. Yeah. Obviously, I, I don't... You know what? To be honest, I don't think I've seen any of these films in the 80s. Probably... Well, probably... Not you. American Werewolf, Howling, and Friday the 13th were probably the ones. And, and Halloween. But after that, you know, it probably wasn't until I was a little bit older that I saw all these others. And one of the ones that I just saw recently on my horror movie challenge was The Pit. Oh, yeah. The one, it's on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah. I, wa- I actually watched it on YouTube, and now it's getting the uh, Blu-ray release, which is actually pretty cool because that's a good movie. I still haven't seen it. Yeah. The and pit, Ghost Story I saw a few years ago, which I loved. I need to pick up the Blu-ray copy of that. Ghost Story. Did you yeah. just say you, you bought The Pit? Sorry, because I was looking at the movie, and it is that... I was thinking of the exact same one. That's the only one that I see from 81 is that suddenly a minute or whatever. Uh, yeah, that's, that's... I believe it got a, announced, a Blu-ray announcement just did you recently. Just say, did you just say you bought The Pit? I didn't buy The Pit. Okay. You watched it, but yeah, I watched it's going to be YouTube. for sale. Yeah, thank God. It's that bad. It, well, oh, no, you, it was fun. It's fun. Oh, no, it's bad, but it's so bad that you have to watch it. But mm. I would never want to own it. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I, I think it's the kind of film I would want to own. It's just like silly badness. It's it's easy to watch over and over. That's where I'll, we differ. I'll settle it. I'll watch it and I'll let you know what I think. I'll settle it. Just fucking show. buy it. We'll be watching <laughs> it at 1.5 speed, trust me. Oh, I will? Oh, shit. That yeah, for most of it. Then until he scared he's, me like, off. Yeah, until the teddy bear starts talking. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Now you got me. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Maybe Derek Peters made up that there was Asian movies. and Maybe there's just one that he knows of. And because we all think he's the expert on Asian horror, he just said, all oh, those Asian movies in 81. Oh, you think he's bullshitting us? Yeah, but just, you know, for his own amusement. <laughs> <laughs> not because he wanted to, you know, not not because not he wanted to sound cool. Just, you know, say, hey, let's see what these assholes say. You know? No, I found another one called Gipun Bam Gab. Job. Shut the fuck. That's a joke, right? No, that's actually suddenly at. Can you repeat at, that? At suddenly at midnight in South Korean. Oh, <laughs> you. Oh, <laughs> you. Oh, keep your mom Sounds legit. I, too legit. Too uh, legit. Okay, well, um, apparently, uh, Derek, you know, you're up on your shit, and we're not. But I'll say one more thing. One more thing. The burning. I did not see it in the eighties. I didn't see the burning until the internet age came out, and then I hunted it down for some reason that it was that movie was just not at my local video stores. So. Oh, we had it, but it was a horrible, horrible, totally cut to shit R-rated version. It wasn't until the late '90s that I found this beautiful, and I didn't care. It was a good half hour, forty minute drive to Queen Video in downtown Toronto, and they had the uncut video version like imported from japan or something is that a gay video store yeah it was a gay video store yeah (laughs) funny how you knew that instantaneously i know (laughs) i've been there so uh but they had very a ton of hard to find flicks it was i like to shop in the back yeah (laughs) we know we know (laughs) 
And yeah, and boy, yeah, that's all of Tom Savini's work is pretty much destroyed in the R-rated version. Uh, yes, I know. Yes, it is. Um, what year was this that you said? Well, I, I, I saw the R-rated one probably late 80s. But I, okay. uh, it would have been 97, 97 okay. 98 that I saw the uncut version. Okay. I saw it probably around that time, closer to two, probably like 99 or something. I tracked it down. We, have a place, we had a place in Buffalo <laughs> called Mondo Video that had, you know, hard to find, you know, obscure shit and stuff like that. So you went there. So I went there and that, that's all I got. And they had it. Yeah. Well, I knew it. Yeah. I went that, was, that was some tracking job. <laughs> <laughs> some who? You just He's said I had to track it down like you're a hunter. Oh. Track it down. I went to this video store <laughs> and they had it. <laughs> First video store you went to. What tracking I was doing. Wow. Okay. Searching for truffles here. Oh, it's a black. I, I hated Blockbuster uh, because Blockbuster oh, yeah. was notorious. They would never uh, carry anything unrated. And they notoriously were, uh, they were well known to even cut certain films to fit their family oriented, like, they're sort of family states. So some R-rated movies could have actually been cut by censors at Blockbuster. Yeah. So yeah, I was always like, screw them. I would never, I, if I could avoid Blockbuster, I'd avoid them. Dude, when I was a kid, they weren't even around yet. Oh, we had two places here. There was one place called Video Factory. It was a local Buffalo place, and there was like six of them. And that was the only place for the longest time. And then another place opened called, and this is the boom of it. This is the 80s, you know, mid-80s and stuff. Another place opened called Movies Plus. So we had two local chains that rented everything. All I had a Video days. Plus. Video Plus, huh? I had Video oh. Plus and Easy Video. Dude, see, okay, see, we all had those. We didn't. Yeah, yeah. Not Blockbuster yet. Eventually, no, not yet. Blockbuster ended up buying the the chain of Video Factory. So everything that was Video Factory then became Blockbuster. It yeah. sucked. And we still had Movies Plus for a while. Then that left, and then Hollywood Video came, and they were a little better than going to Blockbuster. But they, yeah, they had a better horror section than Blockbuster did. We yeah, fuck it's a similar story here. We had. Like these names are not really, really uh, thinking outside the box, but we had video, 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 and ah, video- Canadians love doing that shit. Pizza, and video pizza. flicks, and they, they were great. And funny enough, uh, maybe being close to the border, you know about the store Canadian Tire, but it's oh, a yeah. huge chain in Canada, and they actually stocked videos, and they stocked a lot of ninety-nine cent videos, and what? yeah, wow. and they had a whole wall that just would be videos. Uh, that you just had the sleeves, plastic, almost like you're looking through like posters at a uh, at a record store. <laughs> they just had the video that. sleeves there, and you'd flip through them. And that's where I remember seeing all the Friday the Thirteenth ones there as well, Maniac and whatnot. And like a video, video, video. If I couldn't get them there, I'd try Canadian Tire. <laughs> and, and then eventually they just spread out. We had Jumbo Video, and they built like a huge castle for the horror section. So you'd walk into the castle, and then they'd have a huge selection. Oh, that's then, cool. And then they stayed around for a while. They they managed to survive um, Blockbuster coming in, but Blockbuster eventually took over Canada too. And it was then it was really Blockbuster and Rogers Video, and those were like the two video chains that you would Who see. Who the fuck is Roger? Yeah, it's Roger a huge Reddit? chain up here. I, I just think it's funny that um, the Canadian Tire. That's a surprise. I mean, we had that. Like our, a grocery store would have it, or a pharmacy would have them videos. Everybody. Yeah, we had the the supermarkets right? had them. Yes, yeah. supermarkets and yeah. and things like that. And and but a Canadian Tire, that's weird. Wow, that's weird. But uh, how funny must it have been to say, okay, guys, tonight 
we're going to go to video, 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 and then when we leave, we're going to go to Pizza Pizza and have a great <laughs> family night. <laughs> You're a hyper you people. Us. You can't yeah. just say things once. Yeah, I guess they are. Let's go for a pizza, 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 and then we'll yeah. have a video, video, video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those, those frisky Canadians. Yeah, you know? Frisky Canadians. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. It's all that horse glue you guys are sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepaway camp. We have some feedback here. We got a comment on the Horophilia page from Jonathan Tiersten, also known as Ricky from Sleepaway Camp. Oh, God. Really? We didn't say anything bad about Ricky, did we? He only yeah. said, no, he didn't. No, no we, I, actually, I said Ricky was so cool. Hey, listen. I, I love Ricky. He was smoking his lungs out. <laughs> the, the return. That's it. Nothing bad. I defended him. And actually, though, I, saw, I even did say, I go, he even admits himself that it was his first uh, acting gig back and he sucked. Those were his words. That's what he said on Skeleton Crew. So anyway, and of course, I think we all praised him for part one. But regardless, uh, he commented on the uh, Horophilia page. Nice. So, what you, yeah. All right. Can't wait to hear it. So he says, I have to say, you guys are funnier than hell. I rarely listen to any of these. But I like that you get in depth and keep it light. Kudos to you. Wow, that's awesome. That really is. That's cool. Yeah, I really like I, that. I, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's Very that's cool. cool. Ricky, you're cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's I wrote great. back to him and I said I was gonna surprise you guys tonight. Ask him if he could uh, set me up with his cousin. You know, the one with the nice cock. <laughs> 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 the mouth watering um, cock. <laughs> yeah, mouth. <laughs> I can't believe I say some of these things when I go back and listen to them. I like cringe. I'm like, because sometimes like certain people, like family members, will be like, "Oh, give me, give me the link to the pocket." I'm like, "No." There you go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> My mom's friend says that. She goes, "Oh, I'd really like to hear your podcast." I'm like, oh. eh, "No, you wouldn't." <laughs> I don't think so. How are so, you yeah. in cunt jokes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it clean tonight. I haven't had too many f bombs. I'm. No, up. we've been very good tonight so far. Hey, cuts not the that, F-bomb. That's cool, though. No, and, uh, it's not. No, got no. a message from Ricky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks again, Jonathan. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Thank that's you, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, sorry I keep calling you Ricky. <laughs> no, that was just a character. <laughs> I'm glad he listens because he's probably listened to plenty of shows that covered. Like he said, he goes, I usually, you know, I rarely listen to any of these. So he's probably tried some and, you know. Yeah. Maybe ours is uh, one of the better ones. So, so that's yeah. cool. Hope you keep listening. I thought that went without saying. I wonder if he's <laughs> interested in that Sleepaway Camp musical idea. Hmm. <gasps> it's funny you should say that. I was listening to Killer POV just yesterday, an older episode, and Felissa Rose was on it, and somebody brought up Sleepaway Camp being a musical, and she went into this number. She goes, I have a penis, or something like that, and she sang a couple songs. She said that and something else, so it actually came up on that show as well, and she was spot on with coming up with songs for it. <laughs> Well, so, what, how long ago was that radio PO, uh, killer POV? Is was it like in the last year? Yeah, that, that was probably two years ago. Yeah, Way ahead of its time. Oh yeah, absolutely, and that's a tie into our uh, to something else that show. But we'll get to it. Yeah. So there's something I think, else. I, I think one of the songs was going to be Darth Vader's dad tried to rape me. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we, we did. Our, ours was two years ago too, and ours was. Uh, yes, and boss. I'm going to stick. <laughs> A curling iron up your cunt. Yeah, it was all about that whole scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. It's funny that you said that, too, because she said that she goes, I have a curling iron. There was a girl that came on the set. Okay, this is great. Goes back to Jonathan Tiersten. She kind of hooked up with Jonathan Tiersten, but he was like 
17 or 16, whatever, and she was 13. And all she could do was kiss because she was 13. She goes, and then all of a sudden these local girls came on the set, these older girls, and there was like a 19-year-old and a hot one. And all of a sudden, Jonathan Tierston was all over this one. So she said that I was going to say to her, come over here. I got a curling iron to show you. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always did like my warm veg. Warm veg? Veg. veg. <laughs> I thought he said veg. He, he, did, got say, he did say veg. <laughs> it's like you with cinematography. <laughs> I noticed he's got quiet. Veg. No, that was intentional. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. <laughs> He's talking about heated carrots and shit over there. I like my veg warm. Veg. Uh, veg. The new word for vagina on this show. It's a play on words. Yeah. Will be veg. Um, it's there was something I was going to read. Somebody put up a theory on Horror Amino, but we're too far into it. I'm going to save it for next show, but it has to do with sleepaway camp. It's a theory about how her and Ricky both are responsible for the murders and she goes into a whole explanation but that's gonna have to wait till next show because we're already deep into this one so christian yes sir it's that time like i said before i don't anticipate there to be a good answer here because (laughs) everything that's been going on with you so i checked i checked one out now it's not i feel bad because it's not the tunnel or um who cares what it is is it it on the list yeah oh yeah no it's devil's do Wait a minute, I already put Devil's Due on the list. I thought you did, yeah. I put Devil's Pass on the list. Oh, I didn't see Devil's Pass. What the fuck did I watch? You watched Devil's Due, the one about that fucking baby being born? Yeah. I was okay with it. Okay with it, is is what I'll say. It was okay for a while, and the third act made absolutely no fucking sense. Yeah, well, again, I'm getting inundated with these, so you're, you're trying to... This one, to me, felt forced. I remember the marketing campaign for this. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Fantastic marketing campaign. However, that does not make a good movie, as we well know. Uh, I would say that this was like a 6 out of 10, maybe even 5. But I'll give it a 6 out of 10, just based on my first watch. Then it could go down. Like, I don't I ever think I'm going to watch it again, to be totally honest. But this is like the type of found footage movie that does kind of annoy me where, oh, my camcorder I threw in my bag is accidentally now recording. And it's, you know, integral to the plot. And accidental important recordings happen a couple times in this movie. And that pissed me off. But, you know, the, the performances were strong. The girl and the guy were good. Um, the girl and the guy. The girl. The, the, sorry. Yeah, yeah, the, the girl main and the actor guy. and the, actor, the oh. actress were great. Um, good but, cinematography, right? Good, well, no, it was... it was Nice warm okay. veg. Did but you get to see your veg? <laughs> <laughs> it was light in the veg. The, uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't, it wasn't piss poor. It wasn't mediocre. It wasn't fantastic. But it no. wasn't on the fucking list. I don't care. It wasn't on the list. I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> I gotta check the list. I swear to Christmas, it's on the list. Uh, trust me, it would not. Devil's Pass is definitely on the list. Is Devil's Pass a found footage film? Yes, it was on Netflix for the longest time. Maybe it's not. Can full of shit. I think Devil's Do. I'm was, telling you, was on the list. If it was on the list, then I apologize. No, it was Devil's Pass. I wrote the wrong one. I tried oh. to take your side on this. So why do you? Never go against me. It just it. Oh. <laughs> well, no, come Haven't on. Haven't you learned there's that a, yet? There's a reason why we go against you. <laughs> <laughs> you sided with Christian over me. I can't fucking. I just me. took a chance. Yeah, yeah I look lost. what happened. I was Again. fucking wrong. See what happens? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, you 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 were higher on it than I was. I give it like a five out of ten. 
And it was, like, it was okay, but the end made it. What I, I only saw it once, too. Here's what I remember. All of a sudden, it's some, like, crazy-ass fucking crazy thing. Like, deep fucking, some ridiculous thing. And somehow, they never alluded to this at all in the movie. Somehow, it just so happened to be that the place where all this shit was going down was a few blocks from his house. Yeah. That's what made zero fucking sense. It's as bad as Freddy vs. Jason, how Crystal League is fucking right next to uh, Springwood. Just, no, no. That's how they fucked it. A lot of people hate that movie, Devils Do. Mostly, I think, because they probably got all hyped up with that brilliant baby thing. I never saw it. No? Well, I, I don't wish. think I want to now. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's not going to change your opinion. It's definitely, I know why it's not on the list. So, again, it surprised me that you, because I guess, yeah, I was like, well, this is not all that great, but it was passable. I mean, so maybe a six, I said 5.56, but I did end up saying I'd give it a six, but uh, yeah, I mean, maybe that is a little high, but hey, you don't have to defend your six. Your six is solid. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you accidentally picked the movie because your heart was in the right place. You thought it was. It was your favorite film of last year. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just glad I didn't watch it and it was like a two and you fucking hated it. Actually, no. no, I'm not glad. I wish that would have happened so I could have said, that's what you get for fucking not looking at my list. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's getting angry now. Yeah, he is getting a bit angry. <laughs> not at all. No, it's funny. It's funny. It's very, I'm, uh, I'm glad that happened. It's better than me watching it. At least we got a humor out of that. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I still have alien abduction on this fucking list. <laughs> well, like I said, alien abduction is just good for the, the third act. But. Anyway. Oh, I do. I'm sorry. The taking... Which, for whatever reason, it's not called The Taking of Deborah. Whatever. Deborah Logan. It's just called The Taking on Netflix. At least Netflix Canada, that's what it's called. What? I watched that as well. I forgot. Sorry. That was oh. the one that I, I watched as well. I thought in Canada it's called The Taking, Taking, Taking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, eh? you oh, the crickets Killed are going, it. Wow, I'm out. Man. I'm yeah. going to actually sign off now. I got to go out on top right there. <laughs> And the funny part I'll see of that, you guys in two weeks. Drops the mic. I swear <laughs> I have your list here because I'm looking at it right now. And now I don't even have the, oh, no, Deborah Logan I have because it's not called Deborah Logan. In Canada, for whatever reason, on Netflix, it's called The Taking. What the? Oh, hold on. I just looked it up on, on IMDb. <laughs> IMDb. IMDb. I serve the queen. <laughs> I I liked this one. This one was this one was creepy, and it was yeah. well acted. And, Great performance by by the yeah. lead actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I, you know what? This one was good. So I did yeah. see two. One of them just happened to not be on your list. That's okay. I'm just glad you like Deborah Logan. That's great. Yeah. Is it called The Taking on IMDb? No, I, no on IMDb. Here's Why what... am I saying IMDb? <laughs> I can't say I'm... IMDb anymore. That's how you have to say it on the show. Um, <laughs> I am I, the B. I, 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 on IMDb, the B for short, uh, The Taking of Deborah Logan, yeah. 2014, then below it, it says The Taking, in parentheses, original title. This is the one thing I hate about horror films is these... Alternate titles, I, shit. It's weird the that taping that's the is better anyway. Even though it's generic, it's better. I think. No, right? I like the taping. The taking of Deborah Logan. I don't have to be like. It sounds like porn. Have... Porn is. It does sound like porn. <laughs> <laughs> the taking, the anal taking of Deborah Logan. <laughs> the, <laughs> about the, the anal, anal ble- the anal bleaching of Deborah. <laughs> I'm not interested in anal bleaching. <laughs> the anal bleaching of Brandon Orlick. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Need a bigger thing of comment. 
We're gonna need more comments. <laughs> so Canada Netflix uses original title. That's what we can learn from this. Dark she blows. Yep. Wow. So on Canada Netflix is Scream known as scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Just just making sure. That's interesting. But I'm glad you liked it. I love the setup in it. Right. Halloween yeah. is called October 31st. <laughs> no, it's called the Babysitter Murders. Ah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, Deborah Logan, uh, what did you think? You really enjoyed? Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I it was. It was that one was well done. Actually, the performances across the board were good. And this one, again, I love the fact they set it up as they're doing a documentary. Maybe that's a cop-out now for found footage movies. I love it. But, but I love it because that gives you the whole reason for why the camera's always rolling. Documentary or, or, or fall documentary, whatever you want to call them, found footage movies, they took found footage to another level. I fucking, I'm a sucker for those kind of movies. Yeah, I, I like that too. And this one was real great. creepy. So many of them have been great. That's why. There's been like a good dozen of them. I think at least you know, you know, 10, 12 on my list that I gave you are that kind of movie that it's set up like a documentary. Yeah. So, so cool. Good, good, good. So found footage is still kicking your fucking ass like fucking Sam Neill slipping that chick around in possession. <laughs> <laughs> my Lord. In what scene? <laughs> which reminds me, which brings us to this. Christian, or pardon me, Brandon does not have a movie challenge right now. So, well, I do have a challenge, but I will read it on the next episode. Yes, chill to the next episode. Right, for now. Moods. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's Snoop Dogg. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> um, okay, Snoop. So we challenged, <laughs> we decided to challenge Brandon to this movie. Now, this is how this thing started. I'm going to give the devil his due. Or, or, you know, the way Christian's saying, maybe not. But what killer POV became shockwaves. Okay, one of the hosts on there by the name of Elric Kane has been pimping. It, it, it's an ongoing joke on Killer POV that he mentions this movie Possession every episode. It's like us with our anal bleaching or whatever. Fuck it. Like. What does Brandon always talk about? Picnic and hanging rock. Whatever. So, <laughs> I didn't even bring it up tonight. Well, I did. So there you go. <laughs> so the ongoing joke, he loves, I think it's his favorite horror movie straight up. And he talks about, and he's into a lot of artsy stuff. Which I think, you know, for the most part, we are. For the, you know, we, we have nothing against those kind of movies. But anyway, it's that's his thing. So he's always talking about it, always talking about it. I've been listening to the shows for a while now. I'm like, I got to see this fucking movie, Possession. So when 1981 came into the picture, I got my hands on Possession and I said, I'm going to watch this with or without you guys. I knew I was going to watch it, but I wanted to watch it for the podcast because I have so little time to watch movies that. 90% of what I watch movies now is going on a podcast. So because I wanted to, I said, 81, that's going to go with Scanners. Let's do it. Now, this is not your ordinary movie. And if we try to dissect this movie and, and, and try to review it and try to do it like we usually do two reviews. We'll be here not, for three weeks. It's not going to be a very good show. I think we're, we're, I think pretty much what you guys have been listening for for the last 90 minutes is more entertaining than us talking about possession. I hope anyway. I, we're having fun. Well, we should say a few things about it. We're going to say a few. That's, this is, that's what I'm getting to. So Brandon watched it once, <laughs> then said i got to watch it again and again. And he said, you guys are going to have to watch this a bunch, especially Dave, to fucking talk about this movie. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, I'm not going to have time. And it's a two-hour fucking movie. So like, well, okay. So Brandon watched it and watched it again. I said, okay, Brandon. From now on, when you don't have a challenge issued by anybody, 
Christian and I are going to challenge you to do something. And the first challenge is watch Possession as many times as possible. And <laughs> instead of us doing a full review on it, you give your thoughts, and we'll talk a little bit about it. But since you've watched it so much, why don't you give it an intro like you always do? Okay. Then go into it, and then I have, I'm going to come at you a different way with uh, how I want to talk about it. But we're going to try to keep this quick. And okay. it's going to be spoiler, but it's a fucked up movie. So whatever. Listen along. Hope you enjoy it, guys. So there you have it. Let's talk about The Possession. Okay, so our first review of the night, Possession, obviously from 1981, directed by Andrzej Zulowski. A woman starts exhibiting increasingly disturbing behavior after asking her husband for a divorce. Suspicions of infidelity soon give way to something much more sinister. Now, this one is Zulowski's first English-language film. He's a Polish director, and this one stars Sam Neill, who went on to do Jurassic Park, and Isabel Adjani. Gorgeous. Gorgeous, mm-hmm. and I got to say, yeah. man, her, her performance in this is just yes. phenomenal. Yes. Phenomenal. It's, okay. it's, <laughs> it's one of the best performances I've, I think I've ever seen. Wow. I mean... And, and, uh, yeah, wow. yeah, I really, I say that. I really, I mean that. Ooh, here we go. Here we go. This she is was, I mean, she became her character. Look, I, I, I agree. She was great. I mean, I, to the point where, like, I, like I said, I was watching the, the, the uh, director's commentary. That was my third viewing was the director's commentary. And I didn't know this, but she actually slid her wrists after this, after filming this movie. Wow. Wow. When she started watching it, it upset her so. She slashed her wrist. Luckily, you know, she didn't kill herself. But uh, she really became the character. And as I was watching this film, and I'm, you know, there's no, you know, you could think I'm lying when I say this. But the first thing I thought of when I'm watching her performance is I'm like, she very much reminds me of how Daniel Day-Lewis does his roles. Like, she becomes the character. And... As it turns out, I didn't realize that she was in a relationship for five years with Daniel Day-Lewis and actually has a child with him. Wow, what the fuck? That was, I believe that was after this film, but oh, I just yeah. thought it was, I, I just thought it was one of the best performances I've, I've seen, period. That's really bizarre that you say that, oh. because I thought, although there are hints of a good performance there, the whole production, everything about it is so overwrought that it just takes you out of the movie and I'm just snickering the whole time through it thinking it's absolutely ludicrous. Mm. Well, I, you know what it is? And, and I've read a couple of different theories on this and tried and gone back and watched the movie. You know, we're, we're mainly following this film through Sam Neill's perspective. Yeah. And, you know, basically he's coming back from from work, from an assignment. I mean, it, it turns out he, he's a spy. You know, he's doing something with espionage. It takes place during, you know, the Cold War. It takes place in Berlin. And he comes back and just finds out that his marriage that he thought was, was great has just completely fallen apart. She's not in love with him anymore, wants nothing to do with him. So everything is sort of seen through his eyes. And in a way, one of the theories I read, which can make some of the acting plausible, is that he's viewing her reactions and her actions as being overly dramatic because his world is crumbling. So then, huh. like how do you explain his it. performance? Yeah, I don't buy it either. I it's but well, he, he, you know what? He movie. starts off very normal though. She's possessed, man. She's fucked up in every way. 
That's why she acts the way she does. That's what I say. I think it's straightforward as far as that part goes. No, I don't think there's. I don't think it has anything to do with literal possession at all. What the fuck? Nothing to do with literal possession. <laughs> look, I look. I I am not the smartest guy in the world, and I will not claim to have understood this movie completely even after three watches. But all I know is there's a lot there that just speaks to just this being a story of the destruction of a relationship. Yes, no, I hear you, and I've even read some things about it, but it's such a poorly made movie, and I don't care how people Ooh. argue against it. No, wow. cinema, cinema, cinematography-wise. <laughs> was very cinematography, good. Yeah, the camera work is really good, what they what they did the there. The blues. But, but I don't yeah. care. Some things I can buy, and some things I can get into. This one, I find it very difficult. Yeah, there's stuff to pull out, but I'm not saying it's well-made. It's, it's very well art house. It's it too is art very house art for house. you. That's basically what you're saying. No, but do you think okay. some of uh, some of the way it was shot is is maybe a, a cultural thing? Oh, you know, him very, being a Polish filmmaker. Look, yeah. I mean, look, he he admits that he has he had a decent budget for this film. I believe he had a couple million dollars, but and he even says in his commentary he wishes he had you know what what Hollywood would get, so he could have done you know five thousand you know. Shots versus 500 shots, you know, something like that, whatever, whatever it may be. He dealt with it the best he could. That's why some of these shots are very long, you know, catching a lot of stuff oh. in, in one long take. Some of that stuff is good. It it just it starts weird. It's stilted. Uh, See, I think that's just, intentional. I, well, it is intentional, but it, it, it that's, I don't think it's good. <laughs> it's, that's what I'm bored. I don't think any of it flows well. And whether that's what he intended or not. Does not make a good movie. Does not make me want to dissect it. Does not make me interested to pull apart layers that could exist. I, I, I it just took me right out of it. I had no interest. So I just I watched it for the sheer sake that we were talking about it on the show today. Really? That's it. Just I, completely I taken Neal, out of it. I love Sam Neill, and I thought he was horrible in this movie. Oh, that now see <laughs> to I, the very end. I understand your perspective on not get being into it at all because like I said it's very art house and it's definitely not everybody's style so I could see and it's movies like this are very you know it's all about your personal interpretation and if you don't dig it you're just not going to dig it I could totally see that but so I it's it's you know, I respect your opinion I'm not saying I'll say that I'm more leaning towards Brandon. However, I understand where you're coming from at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, we you said know? it. This film's a, a, a love it or hate it. I don't, I don't see a, a middle ground here. Well, I, I, that I, might I, be me. It I might, might be, be you. Guy. I, I just, I, I don't know why. I just really, like, the, fr I, the first time I watched it, I watched it with my dad, and literally, like, every 15 minutes, I was like, what the fuck are we watching? Well, yeah, I, I, I did was. that too. I, 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 I did that I, in disbelief that I actually had to continue. And I was like, wow, two hours. And I'm going to interject this here. I'm going to add it in. This is a review that I think sums it up perfectly. And this is why I never sought this movie out, even though I remember seeing the video box at all the video stores we talked about earlier. <laughs> video, 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 and everything mm -hmm. else. This is a, a review by Chaz Bolin. He used to write, he did like Deep Red Horror Magazine. He he did the gore score. He had a couple of his own books. Uh, he, he would guest write in Fangorian Gore Zone here and there. Uh, very short review. It sums it up in my opinion. Not saying that this is the be all end all, just like you're not, Brandon. Uh, but I, this, I th think this is hilarious. Pretentious, 
hysterically absurd horror art film has neurotic European ingenue humping a tentacled cucumber monster while musing about the meaning of life. Must have been lots of bad acid basing the rounds over there in the early 80s. U.S. version is nearly half an hour shorter thanks to merciful censors. Bless them. I'll admit that's funny, but honestly, I get it. I get it. Okay, this film's not for everyone, but honestly, I just, I can't dismiss this as just like pretentious because I see so much more there as I continue to watch it over and over. Mm -hmm. I'll say one thing. I agree with cutting 30 minutes out of the film. Oh, the whole lead up is, I, and you're going to say, Brandon, it's necessary because it's, the, the, it's about their it's, relationship dissolving. Yeah, well, it's, it's, well, it's, I'm okay it's with that. madness. It's, it's, it's amazing how they change throughout. I'm fine with it. Cut that whole character, right? Anything that has to do with that guy, what's his name, Heinrich? Heinrich? Cut anything to do with him out of the fucking movie and it will automatically go up a full point. Because I don't know if there's more of the stories that he is. This is a big drug scene that he's involved in, and he's got her involved in. But everything that's coming out of his mouth is fucking nonsense. His behavior is nonsensical. He's <laughs> well, fucked up. I, I say. I say you're supposed to hate Heinrich. Heinrich's like I know, but he's just talking, and he's talking about things that make no fucking sense, and it just they it, make sense to him and his perverted world. Fine, but we like need. He has. He has this sense of entitlement, and it just. He's not needed to this story. This movie could have been simply about her moving to another apartment where all this crazy shit's taking place. She doesn't need another man to leave to break up with fucking... No, it had to be because Mark's character believes that the other man is Heinrich. The other man is Heinrich, isn't it? No, the other man isn't Heinrich. The other man is the monster. No, then how come Heinrich's parents fucking know her and he brings her by and yes. they talk about fucking her? No, that he says he fucked. He has he has fucked Heinrich, but Heinrich is not the other man. The other man is the creature. The fucking and that's very David Lynchian, don't you? Well, it's, it's it is very, very David Lynchian. It is. Yeah. It's David Lynch. Yes. You know, meets uh. Whatever. However, Ingmar Bergman. Maybe if David off. Lynch directed this movie, I would have enjoyed it more. Because for whatever reason, I have no problem with Mulholland Drive or um, Lost Highway. And I'm not saying I totally get understand those movies or any of it. Like uh, Blue Velvet, for that matter, is a little bit more straightforward. But I can get into those more. I'm there for the ride. This one I just was found very frustrating to be part of. And at the end of the day, I feel like she'd just be possessed by cock is what I got from it. <laughs> like, honestly, from a, just from a, a bare-bones standpoint, it was like uh, he wasn't a man. She needed a man. And, and again, whenever wacky things would happen, it would create when he got – when he would cut himself up or – when she was covered in blood, suddenly she was attracted to him again. Because they were sharing a commonality there. Yeah. And that's a uh, sick behavior that, yeah. that she could connect with because she was, she was basically, uh, you know, she was the evil version. That's how she was presented. Anyway, there's really no good scenes with her in terms of her exhibiting good behavior. She's, she's losing it. She, she's mean. She's killing, obviously. So anytime Mark is being apologetic and, and trying to be rational and stuff she despises him and loathes him but That's anytime right. he starts acting crazy it's almost like you could see like like hmm. she's, she's attracted to him even when he's slapping the shit out of her the look in her face is almost like like she's enjoying it 
Well, uh-huh. and that's when she, and then eventually that's when she splits and we meet the nice version of her, which is the teacher. And yes, like, to me, like that's very David Lynchy as well. And I, I feel like that's the movie saying, like, I, I just took it as it was the same character. I know that they, they tell you it's a different character and it's, it's the teacher and whatnot, but it's almost like she has two different personalities and he keeps being attracted to the, his wife that is like right to the end. Yeah, I, I think I think it has to do with 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 Helen being the the ideal version of how he wants his wife to be. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's obviously the same actress playing her. You know, the only difference is the eyes. You know, yeah. the blue eyes versus the green eyes, and she's you know the the perfect. Well, and um, that's what happens with him. Representation at the end is she's creating the perfect version for her of him. And only only he's an evil version because yeah. it was born from evil because whenever she because the one scene in which she tries to speak to God, God doesn't respond to her. She's just moaning at the statue of Jesus and then oh, yeah. winds up later on just flipping out and miscarrying this. Yeah, and that's the demon. most unsettling scene in the movie. And that, that scene yeah. is <laughs> that scene did get under my skin a little bit, but it was yeah. the only thing not the only thing, but one of the only things that really did it. And again, it's an art house movie. Like right off the bat, it's an art house movie, but I don't want, I'm not dismissing it because of that. I'm just feeling like it still wasn't done well enough, in my opinion, to, to warrant, uh, well, I'm I'm wrong because people are dissecting this and people love this movie, but it's subjective. Yeah. That's it. And you know what? The director admits that, you know, take from it what you will to a certain extent, you know, it's, this film was made for him. This is basically, his autobiography, especially the first, you know, third of the movie, you know, before it becomes batshit crazy. But imagine just your world being turned upside down, you know, the loss of your family. And then all of a sudden, just you descend into madness. You can't you can't recreate it. You can't get it back. You want it. Did you guys get a Clive Barker vibe from it? I got a kind of a Hellraiser-y type vibe almost. I know it wasn't really what was happening there, but I got that she's feeding a men type thing to for yeah in, yeah like not literally right. but you know what i mean yeah, yeah very hellraiser esque 100 percent yeah that's yes. i i thought that when i was watching it too to be honest now let me ask you guys this okay this is obviously before hellraiser is this before lynch or is it now when did lynch come around well he had a racer head around the same time frame what year uh, is a racer head 70 or 81 no we no, know was, that it was 77 77 okay okay lynch had done some things then just curious, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I think, think a lot Elf, of Lynch's Elephant work Man was, was 81, 80s, but yeah, 80s, 90s. That's a lot of Lynch stuff. He had a couple early, so I mean, you could say that's Lynchian, but I'm, but then again, it's very Eraserhead. At least that fucking creature that she's fucking around with. Yeah, I mean, that's this, what guy, I this guy was Zuwaski was doing films before this. He was doing films in 71. Was his first feature length. This oh, was, I believe, his right. fourth film. Right, and you know what? This is a strange tie-in to uh, to our later movie, but. What's his name? Zulaski? Yeah. Is that okay? He actually Lost. did a did a draft, wrote a draft for the Dead Zone. Did he? And then Cronenberg ended up getting it. But could you imagine? Yeah. If he would have got it, strange, huh? Wow. Oh, I would have liked to have seen that version. I mean, I love well, that's one of my favorite that's one of my favorite Cronenbergs. It, I mean, it's hard to get weirder than Cronenberg. So I mean, either way they're both Well, that's why I was making that's why I was kind of giving you a hard time on Facebook when I was like some idiot decided to <laughs> to pick to make the Cronenberg film the easier film to dissect. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scanners is it's, it's, scan, uh, it's Scanners not, is is pretty straightforward, It's not but, fucking crash, I'll tell you that. 
No, which okay. we'll have to talk oh, about in a few weeks. I'll, I'll get into some things with cra- or Crash, I mean, with uh, scanners when we get to that. But Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. I, I just, yeah, sorry, go I ahead. Was, no, you go ahead, man, please. I, I, oh, no, well, I don't know if I was going to add anything new to it. I'm just saying I agree with you guys. I And it's, it's just, I don't think I'd ever watch this movie again, quite frankly. <laughs> well, I watched it twice and then... And audio commentary and I will definitely watch this again I need to I need to know more I was a little bit confused about certain things certain things that don't really matter that that don't make sense but they don't have to make sense obviously I would have liked to have known more about who those guys why one of his bosses turned out to be the man with the pink socks yeah yeah that was uh, right okay that, that was a little weird I, I do love the the symbolism with the uh, with the Berlin Wall I think those scenes are great. You know, throughout the whole movie, you just see the wall. Interesting. Okay. I mean, that's see, big. A city divided between two countries and see a that, marriage. You did the right. You watched it the most. You took the challenge. You fucking. You had the the biggest grasp on what's going on in this movie. And like I said, it's our house movie, and all art, and especially movies like this. Are subjective. You can look at a fucking painting and think it's this, amazing this and see is, something. Yeah, exactly. Christian could look at the same one and say it looks like a piece of shit to me. It that's art and that's what art house movies are about. So that's why I I can see it from both angles. Now here's where I sit. I have to see it again. I need to see it again because yeah. I want to get a better understanding. Because technically I loved it and I really loved the performance. I want to see it with subtitles. I need to get that. That's what I want. Is I need a, right. I need a Blu-ray with subtitles because because Heinrich's a fucking uh, a fucking bloody mess. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> they, they're all a little hard mess. to understand at times. You know, especially uh, him. Yeah, Heinrich gives gives one speech where he's drunk and just twirling around the hallways, and I'm like, Dude. what the fuck is he saying? Right. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> this is a trippy fucking movie. Maybe I'm not advocating drug use, but maybe this is the kind of movie for fucking some college kids to fucking eat some shrooms and Look, watch it, it, on it's a loop. described when, when <laughs> I was looking it up. It's described on like most pages as an allegory, which you know, I mean, yeah, I didn't remember from from high school what an allegory was, so I looked it up, and yeah. it's you know any any piece of art, story, poem, picture with hidden meanings. With hidden, hidden deeper meanings below the surface, Absolutely. you know, and it's usually moral or political. And in this case, you got both. You got true. You, you got both. And wall. You got, you got, and wall. It's right. true. Does it make a good movie though? And that's for what, me. For me, it did. But yeah. I, to- I totally, I totally get it. Believe me, it was not an easy watch, especially the first time. It was not easy. I, I was into it for the sake of the show, and I was into it for the performances. But I was so lost and confused as to what I was watching. I was like, I can't review this film. I, I don't know what the hell I'll talk about. But I have a feeling that's probably 98%, maybe 99% of uh, the viewers who see this film for the first time. Sure. I can't, I can't imagine somebody watches this and just can all of a sudden just go into like a 30-minute rant. Like, oh, well, this was an allegory and the Berlin Wall represents like... Like, oh, there would be people uh, that do that, but there, there would be people who do that. But like, I have never heard anybody talk about this movie until all of a sudden. Did it just get re-released on Blu-ray? Or has it been out for a bit? Yeah, it. Uh, I believe a year or so ago, it got like a like a eighty-dollar Blu-ray edition, okay. like a beautiful velvet set. Like I've never even heard of this as a cult following movie, and I don't mean to. Sorry, I'm talking hey, over you. I, I feel I, you. I, it just it seems to have just reappeared, and now all these like scholarly types are like saying, "Oh, it was ahead of its time," and and this, <laughs> this that, and the other thing. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't like, I don't know about ahead of its time. I just find it weird that it was 
a video nasty. Yeah, that's weird. That's very. I mean, and and he said possibly, you know, I've read possibly because of the cover art, because you see her uh, her touch on the cover art, but uh, no and veg that, and <laughs> the the warm <laughs> veg. Uh, Elric Kane, that probably has a lot to do with it. Seriously, that show's been around for three years old. He's constantly talking about it. A lot of people listen to that show. He might have spread words, and you know how things like. But that's why I watched. It. I never would have watched it. I would have although if I would have saw the box cover and it's called Possession and it's from '81, I probably would have watched it thinking it's a straight up Possession film. Probably it's going to be a shitty. Movie, I knew, but I, I, knew go, it. I knew going into it 100 percent that this was an art house, going to be very avant garde, very, very strange. I figured that because of what you know I, I've heard uh, on that podcast. But and it's and it's you know it's, it's it's not easy to to sit through. You really you got to be committed to watching this. Oh, I would have given up as a teenager, no question. Oh, oh yeah. without a doubt, I would. Yeah, yeah I would have. I, I probably would have made it like six minutes in, and I probably would have been like, I, I would have leaned on the fast forward button when when I got a little. <laughs> uh, six minutes is probably like exactly right. Then I would have leaned on the fast forward button and gone, laughed at some of that acting, uh, which I did this time as well. So I'm not much much more mature, I guess. Uh, and then looked <laughs> at the tits, uh, checked out some of the gore, probably said, "What the fuck," and then said, "Wow, that movie was a uh, zero when I was a teenager." That's probably yeah, yeah. my mindset I, right there. Yep. Well, listen. I, I really feel like some of the acting was over the top due to the perspective of Mark. And I know his his look. I even made a joke to Dave that we got to work in his uh, rocking chair scenes because the way he was rocking in that chair. Yeah. That was probably the scariest rocking chair scene I've ever seen. That was scarier than um, the fucking rocky horse I see in the basement sometimes. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know what? I thought about that, the rocking horse. I forgot about that. Cool. Listen, uh, I, I think we should rate this fucker. Unless Brandon, you have more to add because look, the, you did you accept know. the challenge and do good. Uh, I'll add that because you got more out of it than we did. Yeah, well, obviously I've been watching it nonstop. I'm glad I'm done watching. For now, I'm going to take a break. I would love to actually hear other people's thoughts on it because I know one person in particular whose YouTube channel I follow who loves this film calls it a masterpiece and uh, wow, just absolutely raves this film. Raves the filmmaker. I a haven't seen any of shit. Oh, wow. Fighting words. I, I haven't seen any of his other works. I'd be interested in checking it out. But I, but again, I like, I like a little bit of everything. But I, I need to break it up now. Like, I need, I need something silly. Oh, yeah. Well, I, need, I, need, I need Shaun of the Dead right now just to, you know, right. just to calm my soul. <laughs> Makes well, sense. Derek, me, actually, right before we were recording, actually might even have started right when we were started recording, says he loves this movie, too. So. I, I loved it, too. I really did. I, you know, I... Uh, it's the type of movie, though, that, you know, you can love it and hate it, you know, on day by day. You know, I'm not always going to be in the mood for it, but I appreciate what it was trying to do. Well, listen, I, I hate yeah. to be an asshole, but let's grade this fucking movie and okay, get on to 81, to all the other fun stuff of 81. Not that I have a problem with the movie, because when you hear my my rating, I do not. But, you know, fuck it, I'll go first. Um, I'm, I want to watch this again. I appreciate it. I think there's more. Obviously, there's more than, you know, there's more beneath the surface here. This isn't the kind of movie to watch once. If you can tolerate it, I really liked the, uh, you know, the production of it, the cinematography, etc. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with art house films if I that, know what's going on. That blue on. color palette. Yeah. Beautiful. There's, there's some good things going on. I dig it. And I want to see it on blue somehow, some way. But blue whatever. Blue. I'm okay with it because I'm a blue tuber, right? I'll say 8 out of 10. Whoa. Nice. Just because of the promise, though, Christian, 
I'm giving it more credit, maybe. Maybe Almost. I'll watch it a second time and it drops to a fucking six or something. Almost. I don't know. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> but I'm very curious about it. I do want to watch it again, but I, I can't take back anything I said. They should cut a fucking half hour from the movie. This movie does not need to be two hours long. Well, I'm not, I never saw what the American cut version is. I wish I, 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 I would have. I imagine it's a mess, though. I imagine they're just cutting out scenes of gore and stuff, and the movie probably is incomprehensible, even even beyond how confusing it can be. Maybe so. But what do you guys got? Well, I guess I'll go do it uh, in the middle there. And, you know, and once again, we said some of the shots are great. Uh, the acting is, is just ludicrous. It's lunacy, but, I, I mean, it provided some, some chuckles, and I watched the whole thing, and, again, it was for the show, and there were some interesting segments to it, but I'm going to come in at a 4.5 out of 10. Wow. Okay. It's, it's wow. Just, I can't give it a five because to me that means it passed. And I, I just can't give it a pass. Yes, you, there are things to watch. You can scratch the surface all you like and read into it all you like. Do you want to do that <laughs> is, is the ultimate question. And I'm trying to warn people, no, you probably don't. I do. <laughs> I did, and I do more. I do more. <laughs> <laughs> and uh this is to me this is like psychological horror at, at its at its peak it's unsettling I, I i actually like the way it was shot i like i like that it's oh, yeah. it's it's weird it's, it's 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 batshit but it's it's great and there's so much there and so much more that i'm sure i missed and uh i think very highly of this film. i'm gonna give it a nine out of ten wow nice but he watched it the most. See, he accepted the challenge, and this time it was worth it. Now, if we challenge him to some other thing, and he watches something and ends up giving it a four, that'll suck. I think very highly of this film. I just, you know, the first, the first watch after the first initial watch, I definitely probably would have been at around a six. But then the second watch, I'm like, okay, I picked up more. Then I started reading on the internet stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. That's then I watched the audio commentary. I'm like. Wasn't the best audio commentary, um, director's commentary. Had a few uh, interesting things in there. It enlightened me more because, honestly, like, I didn't pick up on all this stuff. I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. I did. I'm definitely glad you enjoyed it. Okay. I'm glad you enjoyed it, too. I I just don't see eye to eye on this one, but that's okay. You know why I gave it a 9? Because I watched it twice, two two (laughs) (laughs) 4.5s. Nice. So, uh... 1981. I think we should talk about 1981. Is that what we've been doing? Well, yeah. That is what we've been doing. <laughs> well, check it out. You see, I uh, what I did was I searched some articles about 1981, trying to see you know, what I could come up with that was interesting about it. Granted, we said a lot what we've already said about on the show. We love the year. There's tons of weekends. We're not just going to sit here and name movies one after the other. Let's do it. Yeah, let's just do that. We'll just go to IMDb. And, evil uh, Dead. The Evil one. Dead. No, Joe check Howling. it out. <laughs> I found this article. <laughs> I'm it just says, naming movies. <laughs> was 1981 the best year in horror film history? No. No, okay, he says no. Okay. So this guy wrote a um, an article about this. I'll tell you what. He says, here we are, folks. I've been building towards this post for an entire year. Last year I discussed how 81 featured several of the greatest werewolf films and transformations of all time. Then this spring, I waded into the controversy over two of the more iconic nature horror films of all time, both featuring lions and released in 81. Hmm, what, what are they? Lions? What do you guys think that is? Wait, what did he say? I'm sorry. 
I waded into the controversy over two of the most iconic nature horror films of all time, both including Lions, and both released in 81. Was one of them Roar? I don't, was there a movie called Roar in 81? Yeah. Well, I guess that'd be one of them. I, I think it was 81. That was the one that where they used the real Lions? Was that 1981? Or was that in the 70s? I don't know. Well, Christian? Look it up. I'll, I no, know, I that, no, it was 1981. That's the one with, um, what's her name? Um, they used real lines. It's, I, it actually just got a Blu-ray release. They used uh, Tippi Hedren and Melanie Griffith were in it. Tippi Hedren? Really? Yeah, that was the first one. You said there was another Lion movie? Yeah. Well, there's one about, I don't know if it came out that year, though, but uh, a bunch of, like, animals. Day of the Animals? The zoo. Day of the Animals? Is that Day of the Animals? I think it's Day of the Animals. Aha. Uh-huh. No, that's yeah. 77. I don't know what the other 1981 is. One's definitely Roar, though. One is Roar. Continue. I'll look for it while you f- continue reading. The yeah. Article. Savage Harvest, I think it was. Savage Harvest. Look it up. Go ahead. Go <laughs> on your IMDb and look it up. And I'm going to continue with, the, with what uh, he says here. Yeah, it, it was Savage Harvest. There you go. I, and, never, I never even heard of that. Ah, uh, yeah. Savage Harvest. That's your cool answer. cover, though. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had to think about the year. So there you go, 81. We're already off to a good start here. Uh, <laughs> so then he goes on to say, at that point, I probably would have stopped with uh, quite a case built as why 81 was a great year for horror fans. But, of course, horror is much more than werewolves and animals run amok. For instance, I haven't even mentioned as yet perhaps the most successful horror genre of the past 40 years, the slasher film. And that's, that's obvious. <laughs> so, you know, the slasher film largely largely kicked off by October 74's. That's right, October. Oh, no, that's the wrong movie. I was going to say The Exorcist. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> um, began, and in, in the genre exploded in popularity during the 80s. Now, I'm not going to run down the history of such films, but I will mention two of the most prominent slasher franchises. Halloween and Friday, of course. So he goes on to talk about that a little bit. 1981... That's when the seconds were made, Friday 2 and Halloween 2. And thus mm-hmm. kicks off slashers and, you know, and the 80s. Granted, granted those, these are sequels. Part, you know, Friday 1 was 80. We had slashers in 80. But they really exploded here is what we're getting at. Absolutely, yeah. You you, you we get a good a good load of them were in 1980. But, yeah, you, when you see what was released in 81 slasher movie-wise... It's crazy. And then 82 just sort of continues it. And then they sort of start dying down a little bit more uh, at end of 83. Don't get me wrong. They still continue throughout the rest of the the decade. But that's where the heyday of if you went to the theater, you'd be pretty much uh, guaranteed that there would be a new slasher at the theater each and every week. Which is so amazing. Can you imagine that? I wish I was in that case. I wish I was five years older. Oh, even no, even yes. I guess I would have been ten years older, just because of Canada and our stupid laws. <laughs> <come here>. um, <laughs> and th- that would have been amazing. I don't want to be ten years dude. older now, but back in the day. But yeah. it, dude, listen, I've been watching Stranger Things lately, and it's set in '83. Oh yeah, and I okay, saw the whole show was awesome. So did I. It was good stuff. Now I was eleven in '83. Okay. 10, whatever the, you know, depending. <laughs> I was born in 72. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Whatever. IMDb. IMDb. So I'm watching Stranger Things, and I'm seeing the young kids, and I'm saying, okay, okay, that, that could have been me, the younger kids. But as I'm watching it, 
I'm saying I wish I was the older brother in that crew, the older kids, because I really think they had the time in 83 being that age with the music and the way the life was and everything else. Music, so, no AIDS. Yeah, right. None of that. Just, Just jackhammer fucking anything that gets in your way. <sighs> Amen. Sorry. Yeah, hey, you got to talk about the veg. Come on. <laughs> the warm veg. The warm so, veg. Uh, I went off, but I was, it's just funny that you mentioned that about being, a, you know, five years older or whatever, and I was just watching Stranger Things saying the same thing. You know, at 83, those kids being the way they were. But could you imagine that, though? Every week, a fucking slasher film. I mean, it, unbelievable. I, I've been saying lately that... We're lucky if we get one horror movie a month. Right. Right! Fucking Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> It's true, though, man. Like, it, it, And why? Because they're like, oh, we don't want to take risks. We want to have a built-in audience. Well, then don't make your movies a $150 million budget. You could do a slasher film. Well, yep. You could do them for way cheap. We know that. We know you can do them for nothing. But a million, two million. Like, and the returns, there are going to be returns. There's an audience for these. There's returns I, on all of these, even yeah. these shitty ones that keep coming out. They all do well because they cost nothing to make. Well, but a nothing movie, I guess, for distribution and everything now is what Purge Anarchy and all those ones are. So at the $10 million mark, that's kind of like what a low budget movie is considered now for the most part. But I mean, you could literally uh, saws. I think they were, they were coming in at like the 5 million mark budget. Maybe I could be wrong. Maybe they're. No, I think I think towards the end they were coming in five to ten. Yeah. So like, I mean, and they were still getting returns. Uh, oh, yeah. And as they saw them shrink, they're like, well, let's get out while the going is good. And so we don't have a bomb on our hands or anything like that. But really, there is a whole market for these. And yeah. they would do well. And there's we don't we know there's enough theaters to do them. You know what? To be fair, and I, I praise modern horror all the time. And I, I want to do a segment someday. About it, I, I'm at the point now that I think that the, the time that we're in, rivals the 80s, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, yeah, I did say fuck Hollywood, and yes, I did. I do wish we could have gone and seen the slashers every week at the theater. That's just awesome. But, but, but to be fair, listen now, we still have that. It's just called independent movies debuting on streaming services. Yeah. True. We do get a new horror movie a week pretty much, don't we? Yeah, sure, but you, no, want that, right. you want that experience of going yes. in. I want the yeah. bad seats, you know, like oh, I can't sit oh, here. Yeah. That, that like stale kind of like popcorn, but that tastes amazing. Cause I want the hole in the bottom of the popcorn tub. Yeah, we want that You want that experience. Oh. Don't get me wrong. People are assholes. Like I said, when I went to the, oh, the Witch. Oh, that's society. When I went to see The Witch, and you're like, oh, if this is who I have to go sit with the movies, maybe having it at home is a good idea because I could just see it with my family or my friends or whatever and yeah. watch it on my own at my own time and, and enjoy it. But the reality is that still, you want to go to the theater. You do. I know. I know. I'm just saying I, 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 I'm happy that we have, granted, we don't have slashers many, you know, many slashers. It's just that... I'm glad we have what we have now because 10 years ago and in the 90s, we didn't have that. Oh, the 90s, yeah. The 90s sucked. We talked about that. Oh. Like, like, think about it. We At least yes, in the 90s, at least in the 90s, we still had a, the last bit of the video store mentality of being able to still yeah. go out yeah. and grab video, uh, video at the video store, whereas that was totally gone by, you know, what the mid well it was only totally gone a few like maybe five years ago but it was really dead near the end of the 2000s yeah yeah it was 
That sucks. You know, and that's something else great we had. So, you know, these kids got to go see these movies at the theater in 81. And we got to rent them whenever we were of age, you know, in the mid-80s or whatever, or even later. And those 90s kids had that too. So they did have that. But, I mean, that's it. Then 2000s dried up, really. I mean, we, horror came back slowly, but it came back. But where we're at now, we're seeing so much stuff that it's reminiscent of that. I wish we could see a new slasher a week now. I don't know why they don't like slashers like they used to. Why do we only get half a dozen a year? Everyone talks about slashers. Everybody still loves to talk about... What do we talk... How did this start? I said that in that article, the guy said Halloween and Friday the 13th. That's what fucking kicked off fucking 81. And that was the first things you had to hear, the sequels. People are still talking about these movies. Fucking I think, I think people think with slashers, they have to like create the next big thing when just, just follow the formula from the 80s and make a fun slasher. And, and and then when they did oh, that with Friday the 13th, they still get shit on. Because that remake, in my opinion, was a love note, as we've said many times, to the original series. And there were still people that said, oh, what the fuck, man? I like the remake of oh, the Friday. Remake, the remake of Friday was great. Halloween, it was a mixed bag. I first saw the remake of Halloween. I didn't like it. It's still... I'm still not blown away by yeah, it. But Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge Halloween person, but I thought, I thought it was okay. Like, I like Rob Zombie, though. Yeah, so do I. And And the other thing is that, like... We're waiting this long now. They haven't made anything since 2009 for both franchises. And now next year might be the year we get both new movies. However, yeah. why so long? Friday fans are going to complain one way or the other, and horror fans are going to complain one way or the other, but there's going to be us that love it. And, like, what could have been taking so long? Because you have the audience. Yeah. You, if you knew the budget would be within $10 million, you knew you had a built-in audience for Halloween. For and, and if you release it at Halloween instead of September, or sorry, instead of August, where the last two were released, release it in October, and you had mm-hmm. that Saw audience, you'd be fine. And then Friday the 13th, release it at any Friday the 13th, or release it at Halloween. Because in 2017, October 13th falls on a Friday. Perfect date to release a, Hall- a Friday oh. the 13th movie. Yeah, that is. And they're going to fuck that up, I think. But Probably. <laughs> I mean, you have you you have that there, uh, and it uh, you need Pamela or Jason in a mask or both, depending on what they want to do with this movie. You need uh, a camp. Pamela setting. Springsteen. Yeah, Pamela Springsteen, of course. <laughs> and, then, and you need and you need a little TNA. I think the last one they, they thought they went a little crazy with the drugs and the TNA. Yes, too much fucking, uh, too much uncomfortable sex scenes in that movie. Yeah, I'm sorry, and fuck that underground shit. I'm sorry, but I like a lot of the rest of them. Yeah, much. well, they were trying to explain why Jason would pop up all over the place, but I, and again, we don't need, like, I guess this is the stuff that Who we cares? need to explain to us. I know. That's what Who they cares? love these days. That was Gotta the charm explain. of part seven. I was laughing my ass off rewatching part seven, how every two seconds he reappeared with a new gardening tool. Oh, no, I love that too. Every two seconds. I love that too. And you know, I told you, my enjoyment of part seven would be a little bit higher had it not been cut to absolute cut, yeah. shit. Yeah. But there's still a lot of dumb stuff in there, and I don't care. Yeah, but I never once watched a fight and be like, how the hell is he just there all the time? Yeah. Like, that's great. Like, who cares? Yeah, oh, yeah. Who does I, care? I, I it's his woods. He knows the woods. I'll dissect the Zawalski film, but I'm not going to dissect a Friday <laughs> film like that. Yeah. Right. You Listen. have to. Yeah. Let me say something about backstories and that how I, I, how now everything has to be explained. And when they don't get explained, people get pissed off. Let me. There is a movie this year that did something, and of course it's a it's it's one we've already mentioned that did something that 
tried to explain a character, and it was a dumb move, and it fucked up the entire rest of what that series could have been. Anybody know what I'm going to get at here? No? Good. Okay. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad I got you. I'm glad. You got me. Explaining that Lori is Michael Myers' sister. Oh, we're back in 81. I thought you said, when you said this year, I thought thought you meant a new movie. Yeah. No, 81. Back to 81 and how it started then. I go, it started even then. It started the family shit. Well, that was Carpenter's, that was Carpenter's idea. He was hammered. And he, they made him do it. He's, he's admitted this. He goes, it was a contractual thing. He didn't want to do it. He goes, I don't know what to do. And one night it was like, whatever, 3 a.m. and a fucking six-pack in, whatever. And I fucking just wrote the best I could. But when they did that in that movie, that fucked up the whole rest of that franchise. It went in a whole different direction because all of a sudden it had to be family, family, family. But all I'm saying is they explained the character there. And now... Everything is fucking explained like crazy. And Rob Zombie did it in his one like a motherfucker. Yeah. And now they're all doing it. Uh, that's one complaint about that movie, how, about Rob Zombie's Halloween, that everything has to be explained now. And usually when they do the explaining, it ends up being a misfire. It was a misfire in, in 1981. I don't know what you guys think. but oh, I don't know. if uh, In 81, I was a little bit more accepting of it because it was kind of new. However, yes, yes, it was true. Unfortunately, then the whole the series right. became about a family member and the blood chain. And then Freddy the 13th couldn't come up with anything original. So they stole that. And even Freddy stole that. And you're like, what the fuck? Fuck the, the bloodline bullshit subplot. Like, just uh, right? set up the kids, get them killed, rinse and repeat. And then some people are like, really? Well, that's, but that's horrible. At least they're trying to do something new. I'm not saying you can't try something new, but these are formula pictures that follow a formula. That That's the reason why we like them and we go back to see more. Saw's a oh, good example, Hellraiser too. even named their film Bloodlines. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Blood, there's another movie called Bloodlines, too, isn't there? A franchise movie. It's just, yeah, I mean, everything had to become, like, a daughter or fucking second cousin had to kill the guy like i mean just to end the the reign of terror like freddy's dead did it and what they do with that is they fuck up the whole mythology even though sometimes the mythology was already fucked up to begin with like friday the 13th why try to explain it because it was never meant to make sense as we've talked about take a drink i know it's said it again but i'm going even halloween halloween is a simplistic story but when you look back at it this is what a lot of the there's like final final exam hey from uh 1981 yeah, and right. uh, some other ones final exam is a perfect example of a movie that just said fuck it we're not going to explain anything <laughs> yeah no no rhyme or reason just, You're right. just a straight slasher the, the right. is you almost you almost hate it because at this point you're expecting to find like because that movie just oh what a killer just showed up and started hot, stalking these people killed them and then someone maybe kills them at the end but doesn't and then the movie ends and you're like well, that was weird and stupid, but really, that's what Halloween was. It's just Halloween came out three years later, three years earlier, and sort of sent the benchmark of suspense and and how to set up the film. And I think at that point, now we were expecting more backstory or some explanation. And this movie just comes out and just says, "Nope, screw it." <laughs> yep, and that was good though. I don't give a fuck. Why not? It was something different for the time. Well, the plot, the Prowler is. Another good example. Hey, we're going to bring this all right back to 1981. We're going to talk about of all course. of course. The Prowler is uh, another good example. Like they set kind of the story up right at the get go. 
And then the rest of the movie is just a slasher movie. A very weird, slower-paced slasher movie. I'll say. But some with some good kills. Yep. Oh, some just, great kills. Great kills. An exploding just, head. An exploding Boom. head. But some dark, dark cinematography. 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 They must have had of... my sock right in front of the, uh, the, the lens. <laughs> uh, 20 minutes of Major Chatham. Oh. Major Chatham. When I walk up <laughs> the dude's yeah. house. For 20 minutes in the middle of the movie for no fucking reason. Just destroys that movie. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you. That movie should... I love I, I love the kills in that movie. I own the blue. I, so do I. I, 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 I. I love the kills in it, and... I enjoy most of the movie, but from a pacing standpoint, it gets it wrong. It really, yeah. It really gets it wrong. <laughs> it, it really does get it wrong. Now, let me say something. Slashers, I have a list of fucking 36 slasher films from 1981. 30 fucking six. 36 from 81? Yes, 36 huh. from 81. I'm going to rattle them off just for fun. And Can we interject shit while you're doing it, or do you want to just rattle it off? Okay. Yeah, we're here for it. Rattle off. We'll talk about something else. 36. <laughs> okay, absurd. These are alphabetical, okay? So we have absurd. You guys know that one? Yeah, that, 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 was, yeah. that was a video nasty, right? Oh, I don't know. Was it? Is that the I, guy that, that goes into the mansion and kills the people in the mansion? He's driving crazy around town, and there's like... Yeah. Is that the one? It's a priest. Hmm. He's a priest that comes to the town. But does huh. he stay in someone's mansion and kills like the the family that lives there, or some women or something like that? Or I might I be getting that mixed up with something else. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Shit. Well, either way, that's one absurd. <laughs> uh, bloody birthday. We all know bloody birthday. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. I just upgraded that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's on blue, huh? Yeah. Fucking blue tuber. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bloody moon. Have that on blue too. That's a fun film. Yeah, well, it's Spanish, right? Yeah. That one's a little. Oh, it's bad, but it's yeah. but it's fun. Yeah. It is. Uh, the Burning. The Burning film. The Burning. Hey, I've been meaning to ask you this for a bunch of episodes now, and I'm right. finally put. You just set it up, Dave. You live in the Tonawandas. Have you ever gone to see where this was shot? Because it was shot. I in... know. Okay. Where... Listen to me. It, it was. It even says North Tonawanda, which is where I was born and raised. The high school I went to was North Tonawanda High School. I have no fucking clue where this movie was filmed. <laughs> I even put it up on the Facebook a year ago, and I showed pictures from the movie. I said, anybody from the area, anybody local, what does this look like to you? And I had about a dozen different fucking answers. And the thing at the end, remember them when they're running around in that rock shit? Yeah. Like, those, like those things. Oh, I, well, I don't know what that shit was, but I was putting the pictures up shit. of that. I was putting pictures up of that. It looks like foundation for houses that weren't built. I don't know what the fuck it is. You're talking it's about the, that rock shit? That rock shit. Yeah, that white rock shit that the that kids can't, that around. Candy rock. Yeah, rock candy. Rock um, candy. <laughs> no candy one knew rock. what the fuck that was. So, I don't know. And I, I'm so pissed off. And they actually stayed at places that I'm aware of. Like the hotel they stayed at, they mentioned it in the fucking thing. Like the Marriott Buffalo or something. I forgot what it was. But I've seen... Oh, and bars that I've gone to, thanks to Mickey Rats, a fucking bar out here. They, yeah, they put things, places that I know and that I've been to. Of course, I was too young to know it. It's yeah, you know, filmed yeah, yeah. in 80. What do I know? I knew that stuff when I was you know older. But but still, it's, it was all here, and I have no fucking clue where that is. And it, man, it, I wish I could find someone that knows. Anyone listening... Let me know. Paul Stevenson, he's a fucking, he lives near here. Maybe he can tell me. 
I don't know. Maybe oh, yeah, I know, because I'd love to go just check it out. Like, I, The Burning's one of those ones that I'll always cons- constantly watch. Great kill scenes, again, when you can see them uncut, and now we can, and we've been able to for a while. Uh, again, the pacing of that is a very bizarre a very bizarre pace because it's like meatballs for the first hour. Like you have that introduction, <laughs> which is a crazy, crazy way to create a killer. And then oh, yeah. you've got, then you've got his sort of return and then you've got meatballs for an hour and then you've got kills. It's, it's really nuts. It's a horrible day for night cinematography. <laughs> I love that word. But the kills are great. And I love that. Yep. Slot. I mean, I love it. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's and one of the meaner pranks. Yeah, and that movie, yep. that's one Props. that I can't believe cropsy. they've not done a remake or a reboot. And I don't even think they need to do a remake. I think you could do, just call it The Burning, like they're doing with everything now. It could be... Yeah, this, it could, I, I, we could talk to the wine scenes. Let's do it. We'll film it right where you where they did the first one. It'll just be it's called The Burning. It, and I wanted it'll be about gonorrhea. Yeah, it'll be about <laughs> gonorrhea. Like, we haven't cracked that joke in every episode we've done of The Burn. No, it's been at least two episodes. <laughs> Dude, um, they, they two years ago, the news broke that fucking they were making a movie called Cropsy, and it was going to be a roommate to The Burning. There was or, a documentary called Cropsy. I know that. I know that. But it's actually maybe, a good documentary. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it wasn't going to be called Cropsy. Either way, it was supposed to be something that was a remake of The Burning, but it ended up not happening. So It's horrible because they could have Whatever. the same actors. And I've, they could get Alfred. Yeah. They could get Jason Alexander back. You're going to get him get, back? You could get you could get both of those guys back, no problem now. And then it could literally take place like the whole backstory is the fucking first movie. So now the return of Cropsy, it oh, it would be awesome. And Cropsy's just running around screaming, Can't stand ya. I can't stand you, yeah, yeah. Exactly. As he's trying to catch Costanza. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay, let me rifle more here. The Corpse Mania. Anybody what? know what that is? I do not know what Corpse it is. Corpse Mania? Never heard of it. A necrophilic killer is murdering the prostitutes at Madame Land's brothel. Oh, it's Asian. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Derek B. There you go. Corpse Mania. Corpse Mania. Okay. Director Chi Hung Kui. Nailed it. Yeah, man. Okay. So there you go. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Um, Would you say you haven't seen it, huh, Christian? I haven't seen it, so I'll have to check it out. You will. You will see it. Made for TV movie, but good. Yeah, good film. Yeah. All right. How about this one? A Day of Judgment. A what? No, it, it's called A Day of Judgment. It t- it's a period piece. It takes place in the 20s. Well, then how was this? A, well, killing them in various bloody ways. So it's a period piece made in 1980. 81, pardon me, of course. And it's, yeah, interesting. it's a slasher. It only has a 3.8, on, 3.6 on fucking IMDb. So let's just keep going. Yeah. Speaking of IMDb, IMDb, I serve my queen... I leave you alone if you leave me alone. Buzz, buzz. Uh, Now, speaking of IMDb, um, uh, what the fuck was I going to say about it? Oh, that movie, Possession, it has like a 7.8 rating on there. Uh, And and out of like 13,000 people. No small amount of people. Yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. Just, I was going to mention it during and I forgot, but... We all all have the pulse on on what's happening in the art house horror community. Oh, big time. Okay, uh, Deadly Blessing. Is that really a slasher, though? I've never seen Deadly Blessing. That's the one that's the Wes Craven. That was made for TV, too, I believe. I don't think it's a slasher, do you? Uh, I wouldn't consider it a slasher, no. No, no. doesn't matter. It's 81, but what did you think about it? It was good. That's the one uh, that has some scenes that parallel Nightmare on Elm Street. 
It's like he was using it as a test base. In Nightmare on Elm Street, the infamous Nancy in the tub with the Freddy glove coming up. I believe in Deadly Blessing, there's a girl right. in the tub, and it's filmed the exact same way, and a snake comes up. Y- y- right. Ooh. Yes. A yeah. trouser snake? Yeah, trouser snake. <laughs> no, listen, there's dreams in this movie, but they're they're unexplained. Nothing. Be- she has fucked up dreams more than just that dream. She has dreams throughout the movie, but it's not really explained. It's just like matter of fact, because things are fucked up in her life. Right? That That's what I remember. Okay. Yeah, Sharon Stone's in it. That's pretty much all oh, I remember from right. it. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I don't remember that much. The demon. I have no clue what this is. The demon. Random people are terrorized by a malevolent man who brings their worst fears to life. Huh? I heard of this. I've never heard of it either. Well, put it on your list, Headites. <laughs> what's the What's the rating on on the B? Uh, the rating is not to three point seven. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. Don't go in the woods. I just watched it the other day. It's a three point five, and it's much better than that. It's about a fucking nine. But don't it's go so, in the woods. So bad it's good. Yeah, don't go in the woods. It's so bad. Yeah. It's good. I wouldn't give it a nine though. But it's, I it's, give it a nine for enjoyment. <laughs> the fun I had with my brother and my friend. These are the kind of movies we fucking love to watch and laugh at for fucking. Don't lie. There was no friend there. No, I. I, I <laughs> that's a movie. When I get certain movies and my hands on them, I save them just for the three of us to watch together. Because I know I can only do it then. But it's one of those things. But of course, I'm not seriously giving it a nine. But you know, that's I'm just saying that's the kind of fun you can have with it. Do not that's, the, that's the general consensus on that film is that it's just so bad, but it's so fun. Yeah, it's it's, just, it's, it's ridiculous. Do you remember the title? Like I, I think it is called "Don't Go in the Woods," and that was it. But I oh, honestly oh, remember a video cover that said "Don't Go in the Woods," and it was you know, alone. That's, alone, yeah. That yeah. is what it says. Okay. And every poster, and it even said that when it played at Marquis, because yes, believe it or not, I had the Blu-ray and I watched the fucking double the the special features of it after the movie ended, and they were talking all about it, and they had all kinds of ridiculous shit. But that's yeah, when, that's when you know you enjoy the film when you go right into the special features. We did just for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. So uh, yeah, cool. that, that's one. Don't go near the park. What? Nineteen seventy nine. Fuck you. Mistake. Goodbye. Uh, evil speak. That uh, now that's fun. That's yeah. Different. That's a fun movie. That's a good movie. Yeah, Clint Howard is that I love kid. Clint Howard. There's yeah. an exploding head in that too, I believe. Oh, I think you're right. Uh, exploding or a melting head or something. I re- I remember. Evil speak because I remember that cover always used to. That was a, a, a cover that would be like, I put off renting it right away, but mm-hmm. I was always intrigued and I finally picked it up and it was like a surprise. Yep, it, it's not bad. It's I, I, I recommend giving it a while. I have the boo actually. It's Scream Factory, I believe. Yeah, it is Scream. Yeah, there you go. Code oh, Red had it first. I think. Oh, did they? Huh. Yeah. Fuck them. Uh, Eyes of a Stranger. Hmm. I like this movie. Yeah, I have not seen it, or I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I remember liking it so much I bought the DVD. And it's okay? Yeah. A creepy neighbor lives across the high-rise building, serial killer terrorizing the Miami area. It's got, uh, what's her name, Uh, Jennifer Jason Leigh in it. Huh. Yeah, it's directed by um, Winderhorn or whatever, I think is how you say his last name. Yeah, Yeah, he did like Return of the Living Dead 2. Oh, okay. Shockwaves, like oh, shockwaves! Don't get me started on shockwaves. <laughs> have you seen this Eyes of a Stranger, Christian? I don't believe I have. I don't think I have. I was confusing it with a stranger's watching, and oh. that one I've seen, but Eyes of a Stranger I have not seen. Okay, how about the fan? No, oh, the fan. Wait, the fan is more of a thriller. I thought it was a mainstream. 
Yeah, dude. Lauren Bacall, James Garner, Maureen Stapleton. Yeah, they remade it. Even. They even remade it. In like, <laughs> I think with De Niro. I don't know if it's. I, I don't know if that's. Yeah, they did. It was De Niro. Yeah. I don't know if it was a. Um, no, this is an obsessive fan of an actress, but De Niro, the guy was a baseball player. It was yeah. Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you're thinking. Of, you're thinking of it's. Uh, it's called Durfan. It's what's German. How how could it be German with fucking Lauren Bacall and James Garner in it? Lauren Bacall, well, are you thinking of the nineteen eighty two one? I'm thinking of nineteen eighty one. The fan, Maureen Stapleton, yeah. Lauren Bacall, Edward Bianchi is the director. It's considered a drama horror thriller. I, I would say it's more of a mainstream thriller. Like Slap. it's it's a slasher movie. Like Fatal Attraction is a slasher movie. Ah uh, yeah, okay. Totally rips move. it off, but it's a mainstream <laughs> movie. Right. All right. Final exam. What well, we we've, we've, yeah. we've talked about that. The slasher that has no explanation kills coeds and dumb jocks. <laughs> That's what it says in the uh, in the B. Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Classic. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll talk about that a little more. The Fun House. We've we've brought that up. Fun film. Yep. House. Fun house film. As it's fun. Oh, by the way, four teenage friends spend the night in a carnival fun house. And they're stalked by a deformed man in a Frankenstein mask. <laughs> <laughs> Not Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> it's just easier to say Frankenstein. We all know. Yes, I know we do. I'm just being an asshole. Graduation day. Here's one that's overlooked. I, I, I love graduation you day. You do? I love graduation yeah, day. Yeah, I do too. No, nice. Troma, Troma re-released this. And I don't know, yeah. I don't know if it's the best copy. Because the DVD that I have... Uh, looks it's poor quality. Like a bad VHS. <laughs> yeah, I upgraded the blue. It, it, it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who put out the blue? I can't remember. Which I one. don't have the blue. I have the DVD still. I didn't even know it was out on blue. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been vinegar seven. syndrome. It, I was gonna say either seven or vinegar syndrome. I think you're right, vinegar syndrome. I wouldn't doubt it. But it's, it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. If you guys haven't seen that. Well, the three of us have recommended it, so check. If you're a slasher fan, you got to see it. Vanna White. Yeah, that's right. In a small, small part. Small, bro. Yeah, very small. Uh, yeah. Halloween 2. Well, yeah. Never heard of it. More on that later. Yeah, I'm sure. Halloween 2, yes. The Hand. I don't think that's a slasher. That's the Oliver Stone movie, yeah. right? He did a couple of horror. Seizure and The Hand were two horror movies before he hit, hit it big with uh, writing um, Scarface and Salvador or whatever the other one was. Than the rest right. of history, right? Yeah. Not. The hand is Michael Caine. It, it, yep. Yeah, yeah, it, it has some good moments, but it's that must have been a big twist when the hand turns out to be Michael Caine. Yeah, well, the hand <laughs> like, he, he talks with an English accent. The hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, listen to this. This is the description for the hand. John Lensdale is a comic book artist who loses his right hand in a car accident. The hand was not found at the scene of the accident. <laughs> that's your description. That's it. Oh, that's good. All right. uh, happy birthday to me. Fun movie. Woo. Yeah, like Fun that. movie. You know what? Over A little long. long. Too long. We both Too said long that. for its own good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Too long. They should have cut. Yeah, they should have cut some time. And there's, you know, that the, the big thing with the two soundtracks, right? They couldn't get the the musical rights for the DVD, so they have a whole new soundtrack that's kind of like more like just bullshit. So I think they really? finally they re-released it now. I think on the Blu-ray, with, with the right licensed music for that was from the release. We did this for TGIF thirteen last year, 
I fell asleep to. I was going to say, I, knew, I thought that was the one you fell asleep to. Yeah, I felt bad. And I've watched this movie a handful of times throughout the years. Always enjoyed it. There's some great scenes in it. There's some th- That cover, to this day, is awesome. still one I of the best it. covers. I'm going to buy yeah. that poster. Oh, and they are six of the most bizarre deaths you'll ever see. But it's not without its flaws, but it was like a, mo- a really mainstream, like a big budgeted, I think Columbia Studio or Columbia Pictures put it out or whatever. Yeah, definitely check it out. There was that time with the slashers when everything, it began with Halloween, of well, Black Christmas, Halloween, Friday the 13th, and then all of a sudden everything, you know what I mean? Every holiday or every fucking thing was eventually going to get covered as a slasher. Yeah. Graduation day, you know? Or they wedge a birthday in there. I don't even think they talk about a birthday until like the last 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Well, she is talking about her father coming up for her birthday throughout, but it is kind of sprinkled in. Yeah. But anyway, check it out. I mean, I'm sure most people have seen it that are listening, that are Slasher yeah, fans. True. Now, Hell Knight. I got to say, a lot of people hold this in high regard. I saw, you know, back in the day, didn't remember it, didn't even, just didn't remember much about it at all, which is surprising considering my love for The Exorcist and Linda Blair, you know, but whatever. I did not remember it. And I watched it again a couple years ago because everybody was barely hooing it. And it was on fucking, uh, <laughs> it was on Netflix Instant. It was there. Hell really? And I'll watch it. And I watched it and I was okay with it. But I was just okay with yeah. it. Like, I think I prefer Happy Birthday to me and Graduation Day to it. I don't think I ever saw Hell Night. Oh, oh you really? got to check it out. Yeah, no, no, that would be the one you have to check out. I, you know, I told Vince this because Vince didn't see it, and he checked it out, and he was like, Ugh, it was kind of just boring until the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, if I did see it, I don't remember it. I, I have to watch it again. I remember or watch it for the it. first time. Yeah. has a good rating, 5.8. I mean, you could see a lot of these decent, the Happy Birthday to Me 6.0, you know, you get some decent ratings. Then you get these shit balls like this. Home Sweet Home has a rating of 3.6. Yeah, I saw that. It's, uh, Hell Knight, uh, also, I'll just say the cover for it, I always loved. Like the poster. And I love yeah. the tagline, yes. Pray for Day. I always think that, what a simplistic, great tagline. Pray for Day. Yeah, you're right. Pray for Day, that is fucking pretty good. This should be the name of a movie, you would think. Especially in the 80s, couldn't you see that? Pray for Day. Well, anything night. Prom night, Hell Knight, whatever. You, the, the best thing, yeah. Pray for Day. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Oh, so Home Sweet Home, and no one's seen this, right? No, I, I have seen it. Oh, you just said you saw it. I, I'm yeah. sorry. And what yeah, about it? It is garbage. You can watch it on, uh, I believe you can watch it on uh, YouTube. The Bradleys won't be leaving home ever. Home Sweet, <laughs> that's the tagline. <laughs> won't be leaving home if ever. You watch, if you watch the first two minutes of the movie, you'll be dying in hysterics. Nice. Oh, really? Is it, could it be so, so bad it's good? No, it's tedious to watch. <laughs> Okay. See, that's the thing about the 80s. I'll say that. That does not exist nowadays. Every movie now, that every horror movie you watch that sucks, just fucking sucks. You don't watch a bad horror movie and laugh at it. It doesn't happen. They try to have those, those you know, like Sharknados and shit like that. But even that's not funny and it's just stupid. But in the 80s, you, we had it all. We, you rented a movie, a horror movie, and 90% of the time you were going to have a great time because either you were going to love the movie... Or it was going to be so bad, you were going to laugh at it. Didn't we almost have it all? (laughs) We almost did. That was the 80s. (laughs) Okay, The House by the Cemetery. Wow. Yes. Fulci. Fulci. Yes. I need to watch it again. It's been a while. Definitely number three of the 
on the Gates of Hell list. Mm. Not only that, it is part three, but... <laughs> yeah, you're probably right about that. Yeah. But, so but, how about that? This came out the same year with the Beyond. Yeah. Wow. It is weird, yeah. It's impressive. Well, he made a ton of movies, didn't he, at that time? Oh, I mean, yeah. He's not I like, mean, you know, he's 70, not like... what, 79 was Zombie... Uh, he was, what, was eight, 80 was City of the Living Dead, then 81 is The Beyond and House. He was just yeah turning them out left and right. He was doing like fucking, what's his name? There's now fucking Nike. Nike. Nike's constant. I, I am Nike. <laughs> Cranking shit out. <laughs> uh, just Before Dawn, this fucking movie. Again, has a rating of 6.4. I just don't get it. Guys, tell me what I'm missing in this fucking movie. Tell me. I, I agree. A lot of people hold this in a higher regard than I do. I found it very dry. Um, yeah, it's it's boring. I don't know. I don't know if I would rate it really low, but it's definitely boring. I'd probably rate it a fucking four. I get nothing out of it. I watched. I I saw it in, in, in the initial run like everything. Didn't remember anything about it. Just it was another movie. But usually, if I don't remember it, usually, you know, it's not great. You know, so but then I watched it. Everybody was talking about it when the internet came around. See this movie just before dawn. It's a hidden gem of a slasher, and I fucking blind bought it and I watched it. Are you fucking kidding me? This guy starts crying in the fucking third act for no reason. They have a final <laughs> guy and he, he cries. Even final girls don't fucking cry. When do you see someone break down and cry in a fucking final chase scene in a slasher? It uh, doesn't... just before dawn. I think it happened. Yes, <laughs> just before dawn. <laughs> Garbage. Garbage. Oh, uh, there's some good. It's not garbage. There's some good scenes in it. Okay. Some good scenes in it. All right. I, I think I'm maybe being too hard, but it really bored the fuck out of me. I yeah. guess. No, it is. It's a little dry. It. It. If you haven't seen it, you got to check it out. But it's not a traditional. They kind of play with it a bit. It is in the woods. Brandon, are you as high on it as Christian? No, I'm not high on it. I'm with you. If I can't remember it, then it evidently didn't hold up. Not that I'm great at remembering everything. Some of these I've seen and really enjoyed, but don't remember everything. But usually the good ones just stick with you. How long How long has it been since you've seen it? A while. I couldn't even say for sure, but years. My opinion... Granted, if I, any movie, if I go years without seeing it, I probably won't remember it. Won't remember everything anyway. Right. Well, yeah. Maybe watch it again. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I just... If it's on YouTube, I'll watch it. No, it's it's not. Uh, I like the music, that, that whistling. Yeah. That's about the only thing I that took. That was the whistle I was telling you about that I think whatever movie we were talking about way back when, it might have been The Final Girls or something, I said, I think it took a page out of Just Before Dawn for the soundtrack. Ah. Yeah, it was one of those movies. Look at you dropping knowledge. Yeah, look at him. Shit. All right, let's let's fly here. Lady Stay Dead. Anybody? Never I've heard of it. it. Never Lady seen it, though. Dead. A young woman is looking after her sister's house, unaware that her sister and neighbor have been murdered by the handyman, who also happens to be a serial killer. <laughs> what is it, like toolbox murders? Hmm. I don't know. It's got a 5.6 out of 10 here. My Buddy Valentine. Ah, Christian's favorite. I, do, I really do like this one. Uh, I like it, too. I'm just fucking around. Yeah. yeah. That's a great one. No, yeah, it is. I just I, I bust on it because it's a Canadian thing, and I just heard him on Postmortem not too long ago raving about it. Did you give it a 10 out of 10? No, 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 no. Not okay. a 10 out of 10, but it, okay. I do high, I hold it in high regard. Um, I do, too. And it's one of my, fav- one of my more favorite... More f- yeah. One of my, one of my 
more, one of my more favorite, yeah, one of my favorite <laughs> slasher films. I'll just end it there. <laughs> Since it's been restored, I'm glad we got the gore back because that oh. was my biggest knock on it for years. Oh, the the again, just like the burning, it was almost goreless. I know it was almost Stab- goreless. They had like sprinkles yes. of blood here and there. I'm like, wow, it really sucks. But they managed to restore it. Now you could tell. Where it's been, where it's been restored, it, it's grainier. Yes. But the soundtrack yeah. works, the gore works. I mean, I thought this one was hard to find, or was it re-released? Oh no, no, no it's no. all over the place it's now. They even the have it on blue on fucking uncut now. Oh, they. Oh, they really? Okay. It uncut when the, the remake came out in two thousand nine. Yeah. Okay, I'm and the late remake was fun. The remake, the remake was, was fun. good. Yeah, Especially I enjoyed 3D. that. In three D, yes. it was great. And then every time I've watched it since, I've, I've liked it less. So I just don't watch it anymore. But I I loved it at the show. Yeah, they did it. They gave it the, the show. They gave it the little scream overtone. Let's all but... go to the show. <laughs> but yeah, the original's great, and I, they again another one that could use a sequel. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, uh, how about the nesting? Oh yeah, the nesting. I haven't yeah. seen it. I own it. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, I got confused. I was thinking of the nest. <laughs> which is not a slasher at all. Why would it be on this list? Oh, that's so. it. Funny enough, that's not from this year, we'll, uh, but I have to bring it up. Tons of people raved about the nest. I owned it on okay. VHS. I don't have it anymore because I got rid of all my VHS. You know, now I wish I had them all again. But back in the day, they were bulky. Everything at the DVD. So I got sold everything or gave it away. And that movie, yeah, it had some good gore effects in it. But I thought that movie was dull. Part <laughs> Everybody of the, raves about it. Part of the rave about, about it too is that it went out of print, so a lot of people were trying to get their hands on it. But you got to remember, a lot of times when these movies go out of print, people just want to want to get them to have them. But a lot of times, you got to really think about the movie. Is it really worth it? You see, thank you. That's what I was saying on episode sixteen when we talked about Arrowverse Screen Factory and the fucking horror hipsters, as I call them. Mm-hmm. You know that. Just because, that's a perfect example. Just because it was out of print and all of a sudden it came and was released on blue, everybody raves about it. And it's yeah. fucking, it's overblown. It's, it's, uh, it doesn't make sense. Look, they did, they did it with Mad Men. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, I bought it. There's a perfect the first, example. That's a perfect it, example. For the yeah, movie. I never, I didn't really like the film the first time I saw it. I, I don't know why I bought the Blu-ray anyway. But, but it's an 80s slasher that, that has the yeah. elements and it's yeah. in the woods. What, people were raving that. <laughs> Right, and it doesn't deserve to be raved about. No, it's no. I, I feel you. How about Night School? There's a slasher. I enjoyed that. I, I remember enjoying yeah. that one. Anything involving school, for some reason, during this time period was good. <laughs> like, you know, Night School, school, graduation day, for anything that took place, you know, anything that had to do with shit like that. Summer school, back to school. Yeah, uh, those are good movies too, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. But yeah, Night School is another good Another. Movie, you know, an average 80s slasher, which is a hell of a lot better than uh, an above-average 80s slasher in, in these days, probably. You know, they just, just a charm about 80s slashers. At least that's how I feel about them. What about Nightmare? Now, I saw it as Nightmare in a Damaged Brain years yep. ago. Yeah, same thing. And I still don't think we can get it now. It's hard. I have a bootleg that I got from, like, fucking a convention that yeah, I still haven't it's watched. It's a Code Red release. I have the DVD. I actually just recently yeah. watched it. I had the DV- What did you think about it? Uh, it was good. It's a lot like um, shit. Well, isn't it a lot like Maniac in a way? Uh, it's a, a, a study of a fucking crazy person and, and yeah. killing forty kills. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. 
Well, if, if this is nowhere uh, near as entertaining as Maniac, though. No. People have compared it to Maniac, I guess, because it's you and the diseased mind and whatnot and gory as shit. The reality is, though, it kind of is boring <laughs> between in between the gore. And it is looks like it's here on YouTube and it's in full uncut glory. Really? So if you haven't seen it, you can see it here on YouTube under Nightmare 1981. Uncut. Interesting. All right. Nice. Good. Guys, check it out. Definitely. Okay. No Place to Hide. It's a TV movie. Um, yeah. Anybody? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Never seen it. Never heard of it. Nah, whatever. I'm passing it by the Prowler. Well, we've discussed the Prowler. Classic. Prowler's good. Savini is the star. Yes. That he's, He is a fucking rock star at this time. Straight up. He was fucking kicking ass right now. And he was the man. Uh, Scream, the original Scream from 81. A 2.9 out of fucking 10 <laughs> on the B. Wow. I never saw it. How B has bad. spoken. I've never seen it either. How bad must it be to be an 80s slasher and have a ranking below a three? Wow. Look at this. A group of friends on a rafting trip down a river. Sounds familiar. Stop in at an old ghost town to spend the night. Soon their rafts disappear again. <laughs> and they then they begin to be eliminated one by one by a mysterious killer. Why don't they just go buy a new raft? <laughs> How could you fuck that up? Yeah, it's okay, a new rift. <laughs> How bad could this be? You know like, what happens seriously. is they end up not even doing the special effects. So they figure, oh, people are just going to come to this because they think it's going to be a scary movie. And then before you know it, there's no blood or whatever. And you're like, well, now... There's no, there's no on-screen kills. <laughs> there's nothing. Like So then you're just like, what the fuck? And I'm interested in seeing it. I want to see that now. Totally. We should seek it out. We'll do Wait, a what was it called again? I totally screen. know. Scream. Yep. That's easy to remember. A slasher called Scream, but from 81. Okay. Strange behavior. I remember seeing this box and being so turned off, it just looked like sci-fi to me. You guys know, remember this? That yeah. green fucking writing. Oh, have you seen the movie? Yeah, I talked to, we talked about it earlier. Then I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's usual. Screams right. on YouTube. Is it? Yeah. Awesome. We're watching it. <laughs> so strange behavior. We've discussed it. Well, let's move on. Okay. Uh, is it... Is it a slasher or no? No, I would not call it a slasher. Okay. It's about it's about kooky kids. Okay, all right. Like kids yep. that um, I think that one's on. Yeah, it was it was also called Dead Kids. <laughs> Dead Kids. Yeah. Okay. And I think that one's on YouTube too. <laughs> really? Okay. With just a couple more here, and we'll be done with these slashers. Uh, student bodies. Wow, that's not really. Well, I, I mean, I, I guess it's half. It's it's definitely doing a parody of a slasher, obviously, which. I find that amazing that in 81, this this movie you would have thought would have come out in like 84 after the slasher craze had run its course, you know? Don't you find it strange that it came out right in the thick of it? Like it in the birth of it? it? Right. It, it, like they said, it's almost ahead of its time. Yeah, it really is. I got to watch this movie. I have this movie too. I've had it for years and I haven't seen it since the 80s. And I purchased it fucking years ago and still haven't watched it. It's shocking how many full-length movies are on YouTube that are slasher movies from this era. So, I mean, check there first if you can't seem to locate them anywhere else. Those are the most popular horror movies on YouTube, I think, are the slashers, because that's what people want. Yeah, fuck yeah. Especially these obscure ones that are either hard to find on DVD or just aren't really worth paying for. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Last one, number 36. It's called And When She Was Bad. 
Anybody know? Also heard. going by the name of Madhouse. Pardon me. Oh, that Madhouse. Yeah. That I yes. Remember. Julia okay. thinks she lives alone. She doesn't. Sounds familiar? This Madhouse. Was, was that, that video was on your list, wasn't it? Hold on. I'll read this to you. Julia, a teacher in a school for the deaf, has a hideously deformed and deranged twin sister that resides in the local loony bin. Okay, so not nobody knows then. It's called And When She Was Bad. But when you see a picture of the box, it says Madhouse. There's also, it was also called There Was a Little Girl on IMDb. Are you fucking serious? I think this was yep. a video nasty. Well, I'm not going to see it. Yeah, this was a video nasty. I actually own this. I haven't watched it yet, but I, I do want to see it. Only because when I watched that documentary on the video nasties, those, those two volumes that they had, uh, they showed a preview for it, and there's a funny ass looking scene where like a just a rottweiler's head comes through a door and he's like barking with just his head hanging through yeah. the door <laughs> and I, I remember laughing like i gotta see this movie and i bought the dvd i bought it under madhouse when you said uh i see there was a little girl i don't even what's the title you said and and when she was bad and when she was bad yep so is it the same movie then? This is yeah it. it's all the same movie is it any see, good? that's another thing I, I guess i still haven't watched it yet but now i'm gonna watch it okay all right all right. Well, that's the end of that. We'll, we'll update that. I'm going to do one more thing here before we give our top five. We have an article, The 13 Greatest Horror Films of 81. And this was by Chiller. And I'm going to read it really quickly. It, they, they're kind of fucked up because they did it backwards. Like, number one should really be number 13. You know what I'm saying? They have, like, it says number one, then it says this movie, then number two, etc. And on and on. You know what I mean? They should be going 13 and counting down. But. So 13 is actually their top so, yeah. choice. So I'm going to read it off the right way. I, I, there was no need for me to tell you guys that. I just should have read it that You way. just confused me. Yeah. Don't <laughs> fucking listen to me. That's the bottom line. Okay. 13, Bloody Birthday. Disagree. Don't mind the movie. I know it's not a top 13 of this fucking great year. I don't know. Really? I don't know. All right. I, I, I bet I can name 13 off the top of my head that are better. There's 13 films on top of your head? Are you when, okay? When it comes to 1981, I have 13 films off the top of my head that are better. Evil Dead, Miracle Werewolf, Halloween 2, Bloody Valentine, Friday 2, The Howling, The Burning, The Beyond, uh, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Epic fail. Scanners. Either way, I know they're... Okay, it wasn't off the top of my head, but I did okay. No, no, you're, you're probably right. It's This is, you know, a middle-of-the-pack <laughs> movie. All right, let, let me continue. Let's just see if there's anything else fun here. Burial Ground, number 12. There you go. Okay, oh, no. really? Wait, Burial Ground? I, I was thinking Dead and Buried. Cause that's no, the, the, is, no, that's different. Right, Burial Ground, okay. Is Burial Ground the zombie movie where the 12-year-old boy bites off his mom's nipple? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes. She's still breastfeeding him, by the way. Yeah, she's yes. Yeah. yeah, that's what's going on. She isn't isn't he suckling on it when it happens? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> suckling. <laughs> they should have called that the suckling. <laughs> Instead of the burning, they got the suckling over here. <laughs> oh, and speaking of the burning, that's the next one. Number ten. Or number 13, ten. Twelve, burning? eleven. I'll say eleven. <laughs> Number eleven, the burning. Nothing. I don't think there's a problem with the burning being there. I think no. a problem is no. The this. burning belongs on the list. That's. I'm okay with it. This is a problem. Happy birthday to me in the ten spot above the burning. I don't think so. Belongs on the list though. 
I'm not really paying attention to the order. I'm just paying attention to the movies on the list. Right. Okay. Well, okay. Now, next we have Friday the 13th Part 2. Ooh. That should be higher up. Well, yeah. yes. 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 Yeah, it should. Next minute. is The Howling. Okay. What do you guys think of The Howling? Love The Howling. Transformation scene's amazing. I really I just, enjoy The Howling as well. It definitely should be higher than number eight. Yeah, I, I, I can buy that. I haven't seen The Howling in years, but I bought the Blu-ray with that big Screaming Factory sale, so I plan on watching it really soon. So I really can't give an honest opinion on how high it should be because right now it's not on the list but after i watch it again it might make its way back on it's one of the best werewolf films okay my buddy valentine is next so that'd be number six i guess right yeah i guess so nothing wrong see because it's backwards i don't know it says seven if they're counting seven they started at one it's 13 how many is what (laughs) (laughs) that's don't worry just keep now we gotta do goodwill hunting that year (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm saying I don't say the movies. My buddy Valentine is next. When you get to the three. Which is fine. I know. And then we'll know. (laughs) Halloween 2 is next. Nothing wrong with that. Now we're getting closer. This would be the number four. Right? An American (laughs) werewolf in London is the number four. Wow. I want to know what their number one is. It's got to be the beyond. Well, here is number three. The Prowler. Yeah, that's interesting. What? The fuck? How do they have... This is the top 13 of 1981? Yes, according to Chiller TV. Oh, just 81 and and they... Because it seems like like they've left off some some really big names. No shit. Okay. Don't they all... Every time we get one of these lists, we we tend to disagree with them. Granted, it's not as bad as a hell horror list. Look, it's still... You know, it's just an opinion, but they... You know, there's... I know. Well, they haven't left off anything if they... If the last two are the Evil Dead and the Beyond, then I think they've done a... Decent well, job. I just don't agree with all, like the Prowler and a few of the where some of them are sitting on the list. Well, right now this is the top five we're looking at. American Werewolf in London is five. The Prowler is four. Yeah, okay? wrong already. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Three, three is the Beyond. Wow. Okay. Wow is right. I still can't get over the Prowler being the highest ranked fucking slasher so far. Uh, above number, Halloween and Friday too. And my bloody Valentine. Am I saying my bloody? He's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, that is fucking wrong. Sorry. Ah, number two is Scanners. How could we forget Scanners? And number one, Evil Dead? And number one, Evil Dead. <laughs> there you have it. Hmm. I, I guess a good finish, but... I, I, you know, I don't really agree with the order. I think they left off maybe a few films. Oh, of course they did. Of course they did. So, but that's what we got. That's what I have here not a bad list no it's not a bad list uh i guess we can give our top fives do you think we can come up with our top five off the top of our head is the question i actually made a top five and you know even as i made the top five i'm like oh god this is so hard to do it is hard to do it's so hard because we're not taking it seriously we're doing the spur of the moment the one we're going to do after this our top 10 part twos that's one we spent time on okay sometime you know what i mean this is just for fun because they're talking about 81 so you know it's off the top of our head. What the hell are you going to do? So if you got them, shit, man. Oh, well, okay. I got them. I'll go. Go ahead. You got them too? Yep. You do too? Fuck, I don't. I'm going to be going along with you guys. All right, I'll go right now. Number five, Halloween 2. Number four, Possession. <laughs> what? Number three, The Beyond. Holy fuck. Number two, Friday Part 2. And number one, American Werewolf. Well, there's some similarities. 
Uh, wow. Number possession. five. I'm doing number five, The Beyond. Number four, Evil Dead. Number three, Halloween 2. Number two, Friday the 13th Part 2. And number one, American Werewolf in London. Oh, look, we both have the, our twos, our two and ones. Yeah, and again, those are interchangeable almost because I almost want to give number one spot to Friday the 13th Part 2. But I'm, I'm still, I'm giving it to American Werewolf in London to be consistent with my 40 years of horror show. Yeah, it's tough. I wanted to totally change things around, but I was like, you know what, I'll, I got to stick with American Werewolf in London. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Well, okay. My, see, let me try to uh, see what I got. I got that. I got that for sure. I got that, that, <laughs> and that. Okay. Oh, okay, so number one was that. <laughs> Number five for me is going to be The Beyond. Number four, American Werewolf in London. Number three, <sighs> Halloween 2. Number two, The Evil Dead. And number one, Friday the 13th Part 2. So same movies as me, just a slightly different order. <laughs> yeah, how, how, what was your order? What was your five? It was The Beyond, then The Evil Dead, then Halloween 2, then Friday 13th Part 2, then American War in London. And look, it was the same list as me, except instead of Evil Dead, I had Possession on there. Wow. I, I, wow. And honestly, if we, if we hadn't covered Possession this week, if we had picked a different movie, Evil Dead or My Bloody Valentine probably would have filled that slot. Unbelievable. Yeah, the I just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough because the Howling and My Bloody Valentine are, are there for fighting. For yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, right. I mean, we, we it's, it's pretty funny. We were all pretty much on the same page because, I mean, certainly Evil Dead was just right there. I was just, I felt like I had to put this movie on here because I just spoke so highly of it. Man. For, you know, a half hour. Wow. That's, that's wild. I want to give a shout out to Omen 3, even though it's the worst of the series. It was made in 81. I didn't mention it, but I, I like that series and that movie's not bad. Sam Neill. Sam, <laughs> Sam Neill's year. Sam Neill. It is his year. Right, right. I, I actually, I thought Scanners would have made it on somebody's top five, actually. I, you I'm, know why I'm, it didn't make it on mine? I'm a big Cronenberg fan. It's not my favorite Cronenberg film. And yeah. Fly is? No, no, no. Videodrome oh. is. And, okay. But it's not even my third favorite Cronenberg film or fourth. I mean, it, it's, it's good, and we're going to get to that. But are we going to get to that now, or do you want to do the part twos first? Yeah, let's do it, since, especially since you said it. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... I said it, it goes. I'll, I'll, so start, off then. I'll start off this time. Yeah, so, so here we go with Scanners. All right, Scanners, 1981, directed by David Cronenberg, written by David Cronenberg. A scientist sends a man with extraordinary psychic powers to hunt others like him. Well, that's a little simplistic, but it'll do. It'll do. It covers the basic idea here. It'll do. Now, going. I just <laughs> want to start off with saying, to me, this felt like a test or almost a template for Videodrome. I find there's a lot of similarities here. Yeah, they're different movies, of course. Videodrome being his next film uh, and one of my personal favorites and probably my one of my favorite Cronenberg films, like I was just saying. I feel like this is has some of the same elements. Well, we'll get into it. I guess people being programmed to assassin, assassinate people or to kill other yeah. people, mind control. Just slightly different, playing off of the same idea, just slightly different between the two movies, of course. Uh, having said that, 
this is a good movie, whereas I think Videodrome is a great film. And one of the things I noticed right away is this movie hasn't aged as well. Oh, I was about to—I was about to say that exact statement. I yeah. swear it did not age well. It, it just—it feels very dated, and I, I even hate the first shot. The first shot looks wrong. In fact, I think the whole beginning should be re-edited. If they ever re this movie could use a remake too. I know I'm not that I. It love, was supposed to. It was supposed to be a remake like years ago. I know they did sequels. They did Scanners two, three, and yeah, Scanner Cop. But there was supposed and, to be there was supposed to be a remake like five, six years ago. I wow, think. Wow, like I I think this could actually benefit from that. I I know again if maybe he's involved with it because people are going to be like Christian, why are you so into remakes? It's it's just there's certain movies I think could benefit from an updated it's not going to take anything away like i've always said you've got the original so be it but this could use maybe an update like for instance i think this movie should have started with that whole speech from that guy that says i'm gonna scan you anybody interested That's start that, with that scene can you, ma- can you imagine if that was yeah. the opening scene yeah you, you saw that in theaters and that was the opening scene everybody would have said like this is the greatest fucking movie ever yeah and That's then like- and then cut to the scene <laughs> of him being loose but it's such a weird that opening shot is a really boring medium shot of what looks like a cafeteria door, but it's the mall door that he just opens and kind of stumbles in. And then it cuts to a way more impressive looking far shot with the lights up top and whatever. I was like, yeah, what? I was shocked because I hadn't watched this movie in a long time. I've watched this movie. This is probably like the fourth time I've watched this film. So it's, I haven't watched it as many times as any of the other Cronenberg movies, pretty much any other Cronenberg movie other than maybe shivers. Uh, yeah. That's probably the one I've watched the least. Anyway, so I thought the first shot was bizarre and that the whole opening, the whole 15 minutes could have been reassembled to to be a little bit more punchy. And like you said, to start that movie, or like I said, to start that movie off with that whole sequence with Revok or, or Revok and uh, the head explosion and whatnot. Hmm. Now, I know like in when we talked about Possession, you, you talked about the the overacting maybe. Oh. Now, what, what did you? I mean, uh, I, I'm going to defend it here. I'm going to defend it here. It's only but, one person. But the but, lead. Yeah. yeah. But it, I mean, I feel like it was intentional for the sake of him just being somebody who's been on his own his entire life, has no social skills. So I he's, so, he's sort of yeah. he's sort of like a robot. But I but but man, it's just you know you're just it's distracting. It is a little distracting. Yeah, it, it is. No, I. But I think, but I think it's intentional. I don't think that. I don't like. I don't think that Stephen Lack is a terrible actor. I just think that that's the character. That no, I, I think he's, he's poor. He's. I think he's a poor actor. I think anybody else could have done a better role. He, he is. He comes across as child. I mean, I think you're right. I think they said. You, you're probably his directions was you're you're almost like a child. You yeah, haven't really well, been around people because yeah. he acts like a child and he acts robotic, but it comes across as just bad acting. It does. It does come across as bad acting. So, and that's yeah. the negative. That's the negative. And then, and Christian, you said about the, the beginning. I agree that it would be a better way to start the film. That would be awesome. In retrospect, yes. And especially like a movies nowadays. Nowadays movies, that's totally how it would have begun. It, it almost, you know what it also would have been? If there was a trailer, that's how the trailer would have begun too. I think. Yeah. You know, very serious, like. And I'm attempting to scan. I also like the fact that he he sort of is able to control his abilities so quickly. Who, Revic? No, Vale. Okay, he's able to control it? Oh, wow. Like, I mean, he's He's great. He's he's having breakdowns, and then all of a sudden, you know, one meeting with McGowan, and he's, uh, you know, he's an expert. 
I get the whole age thing plays a factor. He's one of the originals. He's had the higher dosage. But he's the man. He's the fucking... He just doesn't realize that he's the man. You know? Him and Revik are the strongest, too. Straight up. It's yeah, but it's... It, you know, there's no... You know, there could have been more. I don't think you there needs he, to be more. Why? I, it's explained... Revik explains it perfectly in that fucking... The best part of the standing speech. scenes. Oh, yeah, they're great. But I'm saying... Why do you, you're complaining because you think that he got his abilities too quick? Yeah, he walks in, he scans some Buddhist guy who can lower his heart rate and nearly kills him, and he's like, that was easy, and then, okay, I'm going to kill Revik. Because he's the man, because he knows how powerful he's going to be, but as soon as he gives him the dose of that shit, what's that stuff called? Whatever, ephedrine. Ephemeral. Ephemeral. Okay, as soon as he gets the ephemeral, that's what brings him down to earth. You know what I mean? Then, then, and then Dr. Ruth, uh, safe sex, could, can talk to him. Yeah, Dr. Ruth, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that had to be intentional. At this time, I don't know, 81? I don't know how big she was in 81. Maybe it was, I don't know. You know but then I again, Cronenberg wouldn't do that joke. No, Why no. not? I don't think it's his type of humor. To name somebody Dr. I heard he has quite a good sense of humor. Maybe he does. I guess when I look at his body of work, it doesn't seem very uh, <laughs> humorous. You know and l- You know what? Let me say this. I'm not going to talk a whole lot on this thing. I'm going to say one thing, though. Anyone that's listened to me on the Skeleton Crew will understand what I'm about to say. Because when we, we did a retro like a year and a half ago or something, and when it was done, I had not even seen Scanners ever. And... The only only Cronenberg movies I had seen were The Fly and The Brood, and that is it. And I intentionally avoided it because it all looked sci-fi to me, and I didn't think I'd be into it. Matter of fact, I owned Scanners on DVD for about 15 years because I knew it was a classic, and, pe- and I heard people say watch it, and I bought it, and the, just, the mood just never struck me. I would look at my DVDs, I would see it there, you know, in the S's, and it, it just never happened. Just like Clockwork Orange. I've owned Clockwork Orange all my life in one sh- w- some way or another. And I still have not watched that movie. The mood just has not struck me. So, <laughs> I know, it's the fucked. Mood. Yeah, the mood. It's a certain mood. I think I gotta be in for certain movies. I don't know, but I didn't watch it. So I watched Scanners. This is my second view of Scanners. Second view, Dave. Here we go. I mean, the first time I'm confused as fuck because you know me in a movie like this, and I'm asking all kinds of questions when we did the Skeleton Crew show. This time I watched it knowing what to expect to a degree, knowing what was going to happen and what it was all about, and I found it so much more easier to follow and enjoyed it even more than I did the first time, and I enjoyed it the first time. So maybe because you guys have seen it more than I have, yeah, I haven't seen it that many times, but it is a very, to me, it's the most simplistic Cronenberg film to follow. To follow. Now, it, this, this time it was. The first time it was not. The first time I, I felt like I couldn't miss anything. I thought, I, just, you didn't want me to get into it. Go listen to that fucking episode. Cronenberg Retro Skeleton Crew. Uh, it was in the 80s or 90s. I felt anyway. like it needed more of a dual storyline, more back and forth to Revic. I just felt like Mike, Mike Ironside was awesome, and he just wasn't he is awesome. enough. He, yeah, he, is, he is awesome. awesome. I mean, yeah, bro, in he's, this movie, he's, yeah, he's, he's yeah. just he's you know he's had a great career. He just continues to do stuff. So, well, I think they drag things out here. Like, I think everything's just played out longer. They, you would never get away with this nowadays. But nowadays, I mean, everything's ADD editing and whatnot. But I'm just talking about from a lot of how the setup's done, which is interesting and good. As you progress, like the whole scene where he brings a bunch of people in and it, it, they're all getting into his head, the voices, that scene I think goes on for like a minute and a half. 
Yeah. And you're like, what? I, I got it on second five. <laughs> like when they're bringing yeah. them up and, they're like, and it just keeps going and going and going. You're like, wow. And there's a few of these scenes that just go play out a little bit long. And it's not a long movie. So to say, oh, they should have taken out like 10, 10 15 minutes. It, the movie would be very short then. But it did feel well, no, like... It's still it, ran, it still ran like an hour and 40. Oh, it, it did it? Well, then, yeah, they could have taken out like, 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah, this one definitely felt like it could have been cut down a little bit. I agree. They could have cut it down. But I, I never felt that, like what you said. I never felt... I, I was never watching it, seeing to myself, oh, this is going on too long. It didn't happen. No, I didn't say that either. I just was like, for for the length it was, I was like, well, I wanted to see more of this rather than this. Like, I felt like I was just watching Cameron walking around. Hearing you guys say it, you know, it, it put it in my head. But as I'm watching it last night, it was just a really good experience for me. I, I, uh, I actually watched this twice also. <laughs> wow, really? Wow. Yeah, I, I put in a lot of work for these movies, so thank you for shortening the reviews to like 20 minutes. Look in the ear, we're trying. <laughs> 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 Don't you love Dr. Roos' title, though? Asshole. <laughs> like, he calls himself a, a psycho-pharmacist by trade, specializing in, specializing in the phenomenon of scanners. <laughs> like, how did he get that job? <laughs> he but, gave it to himself because yeah. he sold out his company. So he he they, he just came on as on the board because he sold his company to them. So it was like um, it was more of a celebratory type of fucking not, not celebratory. What's the word I'm looking for? His role is very yeah, like he's just like um, it's like it's like pageantry. Yes, <laughs> you know. It's he just has a role. He's grandfathered in because he sold. I know what you're trying to say. I can't think of the word though. Yeah, I can't put it in the right the right words either. But either way, you know, he was on the board of directors or whatever you want to call it, and he sold his company. So he was an important. No, he was guy. the founder. Yeah, I know, but he still sold his company. So yeah. it's not his company anymore. He sold it to Consec and just so- stayed on as like a consultant. Right. That he did, and he, he can call himself it. what he wants. I guess can he? <laughs> <laughs> honestly but let me say this exploding head exploding head holy fuck I, I've seen that scene a few times before That's I saw amazing. the movie and I said it last night I was like wow and I think that that explosion is so good that I would say wow every fucking time I saw that yeah. scene Dick Smith, it's, man. it's shocking it's still shocking Dick even though you Smith, know it's coming right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's amazing, the yeah. tension of it. And then, like, oh, man. And yeah, Dick Smith is fucking great special effects in this, of course. You know? And, and Howard Shore, with, with with the score, like he almost always does with Cronenberg movies, it, it's it's good stuff. Uh, For sure. I, the score was good. Man. Yeah. The, and, the blood after the exploding head. The exploding head is beautiful, flawless, yeah. in fact. Oh, yeah. There's no blood anywhere to be found. After. <laughs> Should have painted no, the front row. They, it it happened so fast. No, no, no. But if you look back, they, they walk by the thing. There's no blood on the countertop. There's no blood on the uh-huh. wall behind. They should have probably sprayed that with blood. That, minor That's because it, it wasn't an exploding head. It was an imploding head. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Can I ask you guys a question about this movie? Sure. Okay. <laughs> this confused me the first time. It's confusing me still the second time. How come... After Cameron meets uh, Kim Olbrist, and they have all that stuff go down, now Cameron is sent to find Revik. Is he not? Isn't that the objective from Dr. Ruth? Find fucking Revik. Okay, so he finds this girl, 
She has nothing to do with Revic. She is anti-Revic. She's not in his camp at all. Correct? Correct. Okay. Why does he call Dr. Ruth and say, I have a Revic informant, okay, an informant from his group, and then when they get there and the guy's asking her questions, he knows that she's not with Revic. Why does she say that she is? What is that all about? Why wouldn't she just have said, hey, Dr. Ruth, I don't have Revic, but I have this girl here who's going to help us help us fucking find him. She knows everything about him, and she's, she's leading this fucking thing. Do you guys know what I'm getting at? Why did that happen? I don't understand it whatsoever. Why did they lie? No, I, I don't know. I Okay. Yeah. So it's um, not me. Okay. No, there was. I, you know, I. Listen to me. I asked the same question on the skeleton crew. No, Jamie Jenkins a is a fucking Cronenberg freak. It's her favorite director. She loves it. And I don't think she was able to answer me. Neither was Alex. But it was his first or second time, too. So whatever. So I'm, I'm asking you guys the same question. So that makes no fucking sense in the plot of this fucking movie. None. Well, weren't they looking for the mole within Consec? They had figured out. What would they have to do with her? Why would he call Dr. Ruth? Because why would he bullshit him? He doesn't. That's his, to him, that's his fucking mentor. He's done everything for him. So, well, but why they, knew would, there was, they knew there was a mole because of the fact no, that. No, no, they knew. You know who knew it was a mole? Fucking Revik's guys. Revik and his guy forgot his name. They knew there was a mole. Dr. Ruth had no fucking knowledge of any mole. Not Revik. Revik is Michael Ironside. I know. I know who it is. He so, they saw Revik working at uh, the other place. I know on the that. pipe program. Uh huh. I knew it was connected to Consec. That it was a a sub program of Consec. So they knew that somebody at Consec. Oh, yeah, they knew. You're right. Was they connected knew, to him. So they, they had to. Dude. They had to kind of infiltrate to to figure out. So I guess he didn't tell Ruth because he wouldn't be able to trust Ruth right away because Ruth could be the traitor. Why? And then they learned. Do you really think that Cameron didn't trust Ruth? Ruth fucking saved that dude's life and trained him and told taught him everything. Why would he all of a sudden say, "Oh well, I don't know, he might be doing something"? He, I don't think he has the capacity to think that way. Well, maybe he would have told them if uh, if they because he did say, "Where is she?" At first, he asked, "Where is she?" And then he she, he says, "Ruth says to Cameron that he she's with um, Keller, but don't worry." The, the ephemeral I gave you was harmless. It won't do anything, so she'll be able to protect herself. So maybe he didn't feel he had to explain himself then. I don't know. Either it's okay. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm I don't want to be that straws here, but... No, you know, but, whatever. I don't want to... But yeah, no, that is a, a, a little quibble. Okay, just making sure that it's not me. Okay, because, <laughs> you know, I don't. we can't attempt to fucking... Yeah, I it. thought you were going to ask about um, uh, Root's speech before he's killed. Root's speech? Oh, when he's... Oh no, I'm not asking about that. He's I right. thought you, I thought you're gonna ask, because you know the whole idea is he he. I'm not so. Do you think he knew what Revic was up to? He probably figured it out at that point. Yeah, I think he kind of knew the whole time and just kind of. Then what did he need Cameron for if he knew that the whole time? Because he's a scanner. What does he care if Cameron's a scanner? What, what difference if he knows Revic? Oh, okay. It's basically, Cameron was the only chance to stop Revic. Yeah. Well, that's how they, that's how he set him up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's basic. Okay. So th- that's good. We're not, you know, we're not very confused. I didn't want us to to be uh, confused. It was just that one question, and it seems like Brandon's question is also uh, <laughs> answered. So we're okay. 
And the, okay. the thing is about uh, this movie and, and pretty much every one of Cronenberg's films is there's layers to these movies, right? So there's obviously things that he's trying to say. I guess with this one, you could argue it's mental illness uh, and, and how we treat sure. people with ment- mental illness. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you've taken anything else from that, but that's what, you know, one of the things I, I took from it. And you know what? Then you start reading things and you say, okay, well, I, I seem to be on track, but I mean, everybody can pull different things from these movies, right? Oh, without I'll, a doubt, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on the mental illness thing. I'll say that. This is like mental illness, uh, a slant on mental illness meets X-Men. <laughs> yeah, almost like you took a page out of it. Like it could have been like, yeah, instead of superheroes, like these guys could be superheroes and maybe they are. And this is like a M. Night Shyamalan version of uh, <laughs> X-Men or whatnot. But it was very interesting. And again, you, I mean, we can we can pick these movies apart uh, for hours. And and I know that our yeah, tonight um, we wanted to keep it you know, more more brief, but I think the only other thing to discuss would be the end. Ah, the final showdown. Yeah, honestly, like you'd figure this is where the exploding head would be, like the capper. But he had like other, like another idea in mind. <laughs> it was cool though, man. It was it, cool. it was it was graphic. We had exploding eyes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, the veins and the blood shooting out of the veins oh, and everything yeah, like that, man, that and pulling out his so face cool. and exploding yeah. eyes. Yeah. So cool. And they'll totally transpose his, his being within uh, Revok's body. Yep. Because you notice the uh, yeah. the hole on his head was gone from when yeah. he had drilled into his head when oh. he was in, in the, the asylum. Eyes. Yeah. And the eyes, yeah. I, and never... the, I mean, And the voice, too, was Vale's. Yes. Yeah. I never thought about the thing being gone from his head. Wow. Yeah. You're right. Wasn't that a bizarre Shit. ending, though? Yes, it was a little, a little abrupt. Yeah, it was like whoa, and very then, abrupt. Mm-hmm. And then like tick, 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 little typed <laughs> the credits. I mean, it fits with the movie the way the movie was set up, right. with the computer credits and and then the end. But it was like whoa, it, the movie just ended. <laughs> Weird, <laughs> dude. Though the scanning of the computer is a great idea. The just, I think the story is amazing for Cronenberg to sit down and write this concept of this in this. It's an amazing fucking story. That's what carries it to me. I, I, what an amazing concept. It's brilliant, I think. Yeah, he's he's definitely a eccentric genius. Well, I think, uh, well, I mean, he, he plays with this to a different degree, with, and of course, because it's based on a Stephen King novel with The Dead Zone. It's different, but there's an element of that. But then I think he then, uh, like I already mentioned, the video relationship, and then I believe... Existence was like kind of like his remake of Videodrome almost in like a game world. That one I'm not uh, that one I'm not sold on. I I have to watch that a few more times I think to be able to really comment on that. But that one is like one of my lesser faves of uh, lesser films. Yeah, I only saw that one once and I I, I didn't love it. But that was a long time ago. Yeah. But it's almost I like those to... those three movies can kind of go together. Almost like I feel like Shivers, Rabid, and The Brood could kind of be its own little sort of set of films as well yeah and i love the brood i'm not I'm, i still haven't seen shivers or rabid yet or uh, yeah i'm like dead I said, ringers you seen dead ringers in the 80s but i don't remember much about it that's yeah, great in the dead zone i was never a big fan of but again it's Ooh. been years but it's I been years the dead zone. i have to watch it again i just don't think it was my story i think my father was into it and usually the type of movies my father was into I, I never was at that age so that might have something to do with it i, I remember like politics being involved and men in suits 
and the, the, the shaking of the hand and seeing things. It's just at that age, at that time when it came out, it just wasn't the type of horror I was into, and I just never went back to watch it. But you know, because of that, when I did that show with Skeleton Crew, and I started watching more. Cronenberg and like I, I blind bought Scanners and Videodrome when they had the, the Criterion sale a couple years. Yeah, blind bought them and and, and so glad I did. Uh, now I've only seen I've seen Scanners twice. I need to rewatch Videodrome and everything else Cronenberg that I've seen. I really enjoy. Uh, well, Crash is weird. It's not anything like this. But either way, I'm just I, I really want to get into into more of his stuff. Yeah, I Crash think, is the Crash is definitely different from from his other stuff, but all his films are, are definitely thinking films. Oh. And that was definitely a common theme with the two we chose to review tonight. You really got to be committed to, to putting in some, some thought and definitely multiple viewings. Yeah. yeah. And that's just it. About these movies, we can't, we, we should probably just rate this one too. It's the same thing. We can, yeah. No, we you can talk go, you, for two hours about it, or we could just be smart, you know, give a, a little bit of discussion and, and give our ratings. And, you yeah. know, I'm sure almost everybody listening has seen Scanners, you know, and if not, I, I would say you should. Oh, without oh, a doubt. Yeah. But uh, Christian, I'm, I'm curious as to, you're really into Cronenberg, and I think you said that this was your, not even in your top three or, or something like that. It's actually movie's... not even in my top five Cronenberg, I, but I would rate this wow. a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten, okay. Seven out of ten. Okay. I, I say, like, my favorite is Videodrome. Uh, I believe then followed by The Fly, then The Dead Zone, then Dead Ringers, and then The Brood. And again, uh, some of those could be interchangeable because yeah. they probably rate very similar similarly. But Videodrome sort of just has a, just a little bit of an edge over all of them. i got to watch it again. I've only seen it once. So, you know, the second view is going to make it or break it, as always. Yeah, I'm coming in just slightly higher than you. Um, 7.5. Wow. Wow, look at me over here. Holy shit. Man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you guys actually talked me down a tiny bit. A tiny bit. It, 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 and I am coming in <laughs> at a fucking nine. <laughs> really? Oh, that's cool. That's, that's cool. Fine. I had this well, at a nine and a half, and I only took that half a point off because of Cameron's acting. Because of that. Other than that, and I even that, I story, totally defend it because I felt I like it was just did. the character trait. Was I think it's. A, I think it's a bit of both. You Maybe. Know? I don't know. I just. I don't know. Either way, it's a misstep as far as I'm concerned. So yeah. either way, it, it was worth taking the half a point off. Okay, it was but hard the, for me to say a nine for possession right after Christian said four and a half. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and I'll again, and I, I think I've, this one's always hovered in around that range. I I don't know if I've ever been as high as a nine, but I've definitely maybe gone to an eight. Scanners is a very good movie. You ha you should see it if you haven't seen it. Uh, and then if it's your if you're not into Cronenberg, it's a good place to start. But if then if you haven't started with Cronenberg, then I'd just say start with Shivers or the other. It's also called They Came with, with From Within. Uh, it start yeah. there and then it's move your way through. Shiver me timbers. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I'm in love with the story. I think it's an amazing story, and that he what a concept to come up with the whole thing. It is an amazing concept, but it, it definitely didn't age well. See, I, I I for me that's part of the charm. Oh, it's definitely got a charm it's to it. One, but it feels seventies. But yeah, I don't that's care. the thing. It feels right. even dated for yeah. eighty one. It, it does, does. I agree, but it's Canada. 
Oh, give me a break. <laughs> no, but I, I do feel like just certain things, like, again, I don't want to reiterate what I already said earlier. Yeah, it's just the pacing and the editing, just, just a little bit off. The movie itself is great. The story itself is great. Sorry, the story yes. itself is great. The movie's very good. Yeah, there was opportunities to make it, like, yeah. so much better, I thought. Yeah, it really I love, got me I love, this time. I love the uh, the art the art house scene. That was cool with the big head. Oh, I love that dude's art. All of yeah, it. his art was awesome. Yeah, so cool. We didn't talk about that part at all, but that shit was great when they came yeah. there and they fucking attacked and how he was talking to him and telling him. Yeah, he was inside the head and then he's scanning yes. and him. Yeah. So and the baby scanning and all that shit. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And that's why the line at the end is so fitting. We've won because now they'll right. be able to. Stop that. To, to not only stop it, but the generation that will be born who have, have had the drugs will be properly cared for. Yeah. Right. And right. won't become raving lunatics like Rev. Excellent. All right. With God complexes. Fucking A. He was badass, though. He's ah, he's crazy. great. He really is great. Like, I mean, anytime you see him in something, he's just, he's just a really good actor. He kicks ass in this movie. Yeah, he he's does. Awesome. Okay. Oh, he's a good actor. Ooh. Yeah. Canadian. All right. Canadian. <laughs> he's a fine Canadian yes so uh we got one more order of business it has nothing to do with 1981 but it's a fun thing that we decided to do we're gonna randomly do these things with sequels I'm thinking of franchises and different numbered sequels so I thought there will actually be a little 1981 tie in here yeah there will yeah <laughs> so there's gonna be today we're gonna discuss our favorite part two we're just going to give quick lists we each came up with our favorite part twos of franchise some other show we're going to do part threes and etc so it's just going to be a random segment that we're going to throw in now and again so we're starting with part twos today and we're each we each you know came up with 10 and we're just going to read them off quick we're going to do them five at a time though we're each going to do 10 to six you know and then one you know and then we're each going to i like that idea yeah yeah so, um, who wants to start? Who wants to go 10 to 6? I'll start. Okay. So, my number 10 is Evil Dead 2. My number 9 is Psycho 2. My number 8 is Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. You don't say. Part 2. Okay. And my number 7 is... Wait. Yeah, my number... <laughs> I got lost. My number 7 is Phantasm 2. And my number 6 is Hellraiser 2. So wait a minute. Hold on. Did you just give five or six? <laughs> I might have fucked up. I don't know. No, ten, nine, eight, seven, six. You gave five. Yeah. Let me hear the five. Rattle them off quick. One more time. You might have said six titles, but you gave five. No. Numbers. Evil Dead Two. Mm-hmm. Psycho Two. Yep. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. Mm-hmm. Phantasm Two. Hellraiser Two. Okay. All right. So interesting. I um. Yeah. I'm going to have some on there that are the same. All right. I'm, you want me to go next, Dave? I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> I'll go. Now, before I even say this, I'm not cheating or anything, but a lot of heavy hitters left off. This was a tough list. This, yep. was, a, this was a really tough list, but I'm just going right for it. This, I made a list of like 40 part twos, and I just picked the 10 I like the best, and that, here's what I came up with. Number 10, VHS 2. Wow. Number 9, Final Destination 2. Wow. Number... Eight, Chrome Skull, Laid to Rest 2. Holy shit. Wow. Number seven, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. And number six, Amityville Part 2. Wow. Okay, wait a minute now. 
Wow, Chrome Skull. No I, shit. I, I speak highly of those films. I really do. I know a lot of people think part one is better, and it probably, you know what? It, it is a little bit better, but I, I really love it. I would love to see this. Well, there's only two films, but I'd love to see this franchise expanded. Wow. I don't know why they stopped making these films. I never saw the second one. I didn't hear anything good about it. I saw the first one and thought it was okay, and never saw the second one. I really like the first one. I really like the second one. Good kills, lots of gore. And, wow. again, and again, we weren't doing part twos that eclipse part one necessarily. Right. We're just doing no. yeah. our favorite no. part twos as, as of right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was a surprise. Uh, that one was. I think you had another one that was kind of surprising. Maybe even three out of your five. Let me Is think of it. VHS2? VHS2, I enjoy, but at, at the same time, I'm a little surprised at it. Final Destination 2? Oh, Okay, I'm a little surprised at that, but a lot of people like Final Destination. The best too. premonition scene in any of them. Yeah, I mean, absolutely yeah. amazing. Yes, yes, yes. I love the fucking that premonition scene. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that that's a good series. Christians uh, sound um, kind of what I expected, and similar to mine. I'll tell you what. Did you guys take a long time to to come up with yours or no? I'm curious. Not really. I tried. To, I tried to take a long time, and then I'm like, you know what? Just pick ten. I th- I felt like there was no wrong answer. Like, there's ten films that I didn't pick that I probably could have put a list together and been like, and you guys would have been like, oh, cool, good list. Well, here's what's weird. I came up with mine like within 30 minutes, but I came up with 11, and I was fucking stuck. At 11, I was like, man. Just do a T10. What do I cut? What do I cut? What? No, I don't cheat like that. <laughs> <laughs> what do I cut? What? And I finally made the cut. Everything, it was pretty easy um, to name, to rattle off just those 11. And when I came home and looked around some more, I'm like, no, these are good, but I can't necessarily say they're a top 10. But, uh, okay. Here's my uh, number 10 is Rec 2. Ah, nice. That, ah. Yeah, that made the cut. You won't believe what I cut because it's on both of your guys' lists. Number nine, The Devil's Rejects. And I'm surprised I haven't heard it yet. Everyone seems to love it. And I do. I, I really enjoy the movie, but it's, I, I, don't, I, I don't think it's as best. I like corpses more. I can't believe you cut Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> um, <laughs> ten, nine. Number eight is Damien, The Omen 2. I'm a big, big fan of that movie. Uh, number four, number four, 1097. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Number seven <laughs> is Evil Dead 2. And I think that's on all our lists. Nope, wasn't on mine. Okay. And number six is Psycho 2. So, Christian, we had uh, how many the same? We had Psycho 2, we had Evil Dead 2. Those two, right? Yeah, those two. And I think I'm the only one so far. But uh, were you surprised at any of mine? Rec two surprise. Re- I have it. On, I have it on my list. Yeah. Just not on my top ten, but I have it on the list that I made of like my. I made a list <laughs> Every of part like. Every you made. <laughs> no, no, I have a list of two, four, six, eight. I have a list of like eighteen. Okay. All right. Well. Um, so like, obviously, we could do quick honorable mentions after. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Whatever. Uh, all right. Let, let's go to the next one, and then at the end we'll read them all off ten, ten to one in order, but. It, you know, I, I think it's better, uh, you know, for discussion this way to and, and to take them in. Now you get the big top five. So, mm-hmm. what are your top five? All right, my top five are number five, The Devil's Rejects. Ah. Uh-huh. Number four, 
Halloween 2. Number 3, Friday the 13th Part 2. Number 2, Aliens. And number 1, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, I should have known Dawn of the Dead. Fuck. I should have known that. That is your favorite. Nice. So, Aliens. Wow. And there's Devil's Rejects. Okay. Wait. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> what? Are you, are, you, are you kidding? With Why what? is he kidding? Did I miss something? I, I had Friday the 13th, number three. It was there. It was there? Part three. Yeah. Or part two was number three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You missed his pee. You missed Friday the... You, you, you hear those <laughs> words so much that when you hear them now, you don't even... It's like someone saying the word the or and. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, thought, I thought you didn't say it. I was like, wait, I guess, okay, I, I missed it. You know what? Okay. To be honest, Aliens was probably, uh, I think I had it listed as my number 10 at one point, but I, I didn't really, I realized I didn't really rank him properly. So Friday 13th Part 2 would have would have been like, I mean, those three are interchangeable in my opinion. Aliens, I've loved. I told you I don't. I like the theatrical cut. I don't like James, James Cameron alter cut of it. And... Again, it was my favorite movie for a long time. <laughs> wow, really? See, yeah. I'm not into it, believe I, it or I'm not. I'm never a big Aliens fan. A lot never. of people love it, though. A yeah. A lot of people think it's better than Part 1. Do you think it's better than Part 1? Uh, I, I do. Uh, it, 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 I like Part 1 because it's more of a, stock, or a slasher movie, in a sense. It's a slasher movie with an alien, <laughs> like really. And then Part 2 is an action yeah. movie, action horror film. So Right. Exactly. I, I mean, they're probably both the same grade, but okay. they're just two different style of movies. That they are. That's why I'm not a big fan. I mean, I like it, but I'm not an action movie kind of guy. I love the last half hour of that when it's just the confrontation with her and the fucking and the alien. That shit's awesome. That's badass. But uh, and it's weird because Wreck Two, when Wreck Two begins, you see all those people in. In that van, in that thing, like the military guys, and I, I remember watching it and being happy that it picked off where part one ended, and seeing it, and I immediately thought of aliens, and I thought, "Oh shit, don't turn this into a fucking aliens. Don't do this to me." And they didn't. Don't do this to me. Don't do this. Because I loved Wreck One, and this was coming out. I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then the credits did. rolled and said, "This is for Dave Z." <laughs> <laughs> and then they turned it into an aliens. They did not. They did the right thing. I mean, like I said, a lot of people love aliens, but I, I love the first one. You know, it, but yeah, it's weird though that that, that wreck two uh, showed up and almost they almost pulled an aliens. That's what I was thinking. Almost, almost. All right, Brandon. All right, number five, Psycho two. Nice. Props. Number number four, Halloween two. Number three, Dawn of the Dead. Number two, Sleepaway Camp 2. Wow. Yes. Wow. And number one, Friday the 13th Part 2. Wow. <laughs> oh. Wowzers. Yep. Holy shit. First of all, Sleepaway Camp. Wow. What a shock. That's fucking awesome, dude. Fucking love it. Wow. And Friday too. You have Friday too ranked above. Friday like, too. You know what? Friday like I said, I just I just recently rewatched them all again, and honestly, it's it's it really is the best one. Nice. It really is. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Although I do like Final Chapter also, but but yeah. but Part Two is probably the best one. Two and awesome. four are the best. Uh, yeah, yeah. One, two, nice. and four are the best, and then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Nothing against one. One's a classic. Yep. 
So Dawn of the Dead appeared everywhere so far, and um, it's been everywhere, of course. And uh, yeah. what else? Psycho yeah. Two getting props from everybody. That's pretty cool. I love Norman Bates. That's awesome. Bates. Yeah, Psycho That's a great, great sequel. It oh, is crazy. a great sequel. It, and you know what it is about that sequel? The fact that it came out when it did, and they didn't go the cheap and easy route and just make a fucking run-of-the-mill slasher, which was big at the time. They did something that you didn't, you wouldn't have expected. They could have easily just had people, kids partying in the Bates fucking house or something, and Norman escapes and he's a slasher. You know? Yeah, I guess it's wearing true. a Frankenstein mask. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly that man. In, in a I'm funhouse. <laughs> yeah, it's a Norman Bates. It's like the Funhouse Massacre. They're setting up actual um, reenactments of real life murderers. They could do that too. Oh shit. Okay, uh, all right. Number five. Wait, hold on. One, two, three, four. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Number five is Hellraiser 2. Number four, Amityville 2, The Possession. Number three, Halloween 2. Number two, Dawn of the Dead. And number one, of course, Friday the 13th, Part 2. Dude, nice. did you just leave out Creepshow? Creepshow 2, I like it. It's probably in my top 20. But you love Creepshow 2 also. I like it. It's good. It's not Creepshow 1 quality by any means. Oh, okay. I always thought you thought really highly of Creepshow 2. No, I mean, I, I do like it, though. But You know, I had no problem leaving Evil Dead, Hellraiser, and Phantasm off the list. As much as I enjoy the films, I'm not as... I don't really want to say I'm not as diehard about them, because I haven't, I've seen them each a bunch of times. I kind of comprised my list, like, what are the ten part twos you would sit th- that you would take with you if you could only pick ten part twos? Right, that, that's kind of what I did. It was that's tough. really what I did, and it was tough. But but like in terms of leaving stuff off, like I had Wreck Two close. I had Blair Witch Two close. I really enjoy Blair Witch wow. Two. Yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm with you with that. I'm I like with, it too. Yeah, yeah. And then I even had um, I had Devil's Rejects close. I had Demons Two, which was close. Tremors Two, which I just recently started watching the Tremors films, and I I really love the Tremors films, uh, and. Purge Anarchy, which I, I spoke very highly of, wow. and, and Inferno. Oh, well, yeah. But I, I, I kind of kept it off because, you know, it's, I mean, it is as technically part two of The Three Mothers, but... Shit, dude. I can't even think of shout-outs. I, I, number 11, the one I ended up leaving off and bumping was, you were right, Brandon, it was Texas Chainsaw 2. Yeah, well, you said we both had our list, and that was the only one we both had our list. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> So Texas Chainsaw, you know what? I do really li- like it. Uh, there's something about the tone that I don't love anymore, and the music, and something about it. Chop Top is what it's all about. That movie yeah, is great. Yeah. And and the first 20 minutes is great, but about halfway through it, and it's the only thing that's going on anymore that's any redeeming is Chop Top. I mean, the Dennis Hopper shit, and when it goes on too long, and some others. I it's very to me, it's very front loaded, you know, and I just. I don't know what it is. Don't get me wrong. It's my number 11. It's right there. I just, you know. But the older I get and the more I, I loved it when I was a kid and I've kind of like fallen. I've kind of fallen out of Evil Dead 2 as well. But I still feel something stronger for that movie. Yeah. Maybe because I, I prefer the first Evil Dead to it or something. Yeah. What did we all have? Oh, I'm sorry. You have some shout outs, Christian? Uh, you know what? I had Basket Case 2 in wow. Amityville 2. And Sleepaway Camp too, to be honest, they're all up kind of in that top fifteen area there. 
But yeah, I didn't have a problem cutting it down. I love Phantasm too. And in fact, I think I like Phantasm too better than Phantasm. Well, you know what? I hear that a lot. And here's the weird thing. I've only seen Phantasm 2 a couple times, and it was when I was young, until, and people have talked highly about it, I rented it about five years ago, and it was the first time I saw it in the longest time, and I was excited to see it, and I remember as I'm watching it, this is what I took from it, this is everything about the 80s, but kind of like the worst stuff about the 80s. Like the, like the horror movies from the 80s, they had tropes that I didn't like and things that I didn't like. There's very few things. It's hard to explain why, but like the way fan, I think I watched Phantasm, then I put two in right after, I think is what it was. And, and the way part one feels, and then the way part two feels, I think somehow that just kind of threw me off, I guess. It just, it, it seemed vastly different from the tone of the first film, you know? But uh, I gotta well, watch. I, I hear you, but I thought, I thought, I don't agree necessarily because I, I know I most people maybe because he's at the helm and he's created all of them that he's kept the same mythology. That's why I'm hoping it sounds like we actually are getting five this year. Yeah, it's already got a release date. Yeah, so yeah, we are September, October, something like that. Yeah. I think the end of September. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah, fucking awesome. Yeah, Reggie Bannister just had to cancel a con uh, a convention uh, appearance because of it conflicts with the release at the end of September. No shit. Yeah, and we're getting it, and we're getting, a, you know, Blu-ray releases and, and a box set. Sweet. I can't wait to get the box. That's the only reason I didn't buy the Blu-ray, because it was just part two. I'm like, no, part one isn't out, and I can't buy fucking part two on Blu-ray. It just yeah, no, doesn't sit right with me. I yeah. just couldn't do it. I had to see part one on blue. But anyway, <laughs> I will watch it again soon. I will watch Phantasm 2 again, and I hope I have a, a better experience than last time, because a lot of people put it high. I don't think I'll ever like it as much as part one. A lot of people do, but... That's not me. So what movies showed up on all three of ours? We all had Dawn of the Dead. We all, all had Dead, Friday, Friday. too. Did we all have Halloween, too? Yeah. Yep. Um, I had Devil's Rejects. I don't think Brandon did, though. Did he? No, I didn't. We all had Psycho, too. Yeah. Right? But we all didn't have Amityville, Hellraiser, and Evil Dead, correct? I had Evil Dead and Hellraiser. I didn't right. have either one of those. Okay, so then that's where we end. As much as I enjoy Pinhead, I just don't love them. Although the first two are great films. Oh, fuck are they? They really are. They are. But I don't, like, again, you know what it is with Hellraiser 2 and Phantasm 2 and even Evil Dead 2? It's, it's been a little while since I've watched them. So they're not as fresh in my head. So I'm thinking to myself, can I fairly put them in the top ten right now when I haven't really watched them in a while? I hear you. I mean, I could have, you know, it's been a while since I watched Psycho 2. but Right. Oh, what a great one, though, huh? Yeah. yeah. We all picked Psycho 2. Did we all pick Psycho 2? Yeah. We did. So it was, it was Halloween, Dawn of the Dead, Friday 2, and Psycho 2. Those were the only four that made all of our top tens. Wow, interesting. Cool. All right, well, we'll do that again. We'll, we'll do part threes next time. When, we don't know, but we'll do it. So. Yeah, no, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. But, yeah, and that was a fun show, and we got to get the hell out of here. We yeah. got to, sh- yeah, it's late. We got to shut down the uh, exploding headquarters. By the way, it, it, it kind of looks like, you know, like the Hall of Justice, you know, yeah. that, that, it, right? That's what it looks like, except instead of it being all white, it's black. That, that's <laughs> what it looks like. And we're sitting at desks, you know, like a big stretched out desk. It's really cool. Brandon head. has two big, huge balls resting on the top of his head, <laughs> which I found very weird. But They're in my mouth right now. I'm taking, <laughs> I'm t- I'm taking this guy's pulse. You got chin ballitis now? <laughs> I'm checking his pulse. Chin ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, we we got to get out of here. Next show, I'm telling, I'm, I'm I'm making a prediction, and it's not going to be popular, but I predict that our next show is going to be our shortest show to date, and that's only because this was a real long one, and the one after that's going to be another real long one, and. The one okay. after that has the potential to be a nine-hour show. It will not be. It will, it will not be. Not. We, <laughs> we will have to sure start recording. We're setting today. our stopwatches. <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're setting. We should just. We'll just give ratings. We won't even talk about. <laughs> that's what we'll do. But 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 anyway, that's gonna be long. This is long. So next next you know next show we're just gonna do one movie, and um, it's another Flanagan. Yes. It is another Flanagan movie, and this one is actually going to come to the show, to the theater, correct? Well, we don't know. I don't know. Hmm, I think it is. I think it's coming to the, the, the theater. I'm, not, I'm, I'm sticking with Dave to. this time. It was supposed to, and then the, the, the production company had so much financial trouble, I think it might, I think that's why it got kind of dumped unceremoniously on, I think it might just be video on demand. But don't I quote wanna, me on that. I want to change my mind and go with Christian now. Aww. <laughs> all right go ahead watch it's gonna be in the theaters tomorrow we'll see all right well, anyway the movie is before i wake it is flanagan's fourth film and i'll tell you i'll say now if this guy ends up going four for four watch out watch out because rob zombie ain't bad either because rob zombie is around the corner what do you mean three for four what didn't you like if he doesn't go oh, oh okay and then 31, hopefully, well, I know we're going to cover 31, just because it's Rob Zombie. It's going to have to happen. Yeah. If 31 should somehow shit the bed, I don't think it will. And Flanagan goes four for four, I may have a new favorite horror director, current current horror director. Let me phrase that. We'll see, though. That's next show. It's going to be our shortest show. We're going to have a lot of fun, though. Let's get the hell out of here. What do you say? Shut off the lights to the, the headquarters? I got it. All right. Let's get some sleep. Right. Bandit, you, you got the goat. All right. You got Philip. Clickety clackety. Clickety clackety. Good night. Yes, good night, everybody.